Right. I wasn't going to stream. Um, just done one. Just done one. And now I've got to bloody well sit here again and rail at the fucking Canon logo again. Now, it's not It's not that I didn't know about this particular stream, etc. It's been in my 
watch list for a while. Uh, Jeffrey Sachs speaks with uh, Bob Kennedy of uh, Children's Health Defence Network. Now, look, I get that we're in a world where men need to be governed and uh, all that crap. And we've got to defer to our betters at some point. Otherwise, it'll all spin out of control into a anarchist coom, an anarchist coom fest. And we don't want that. Um, so it's important that when information drops, that we look at it critically, take what we can from it, um, compare notes, see which is uh, seems most viable uh, data set, and move forward. And uh, nothing, nothing changes in the bigger picture in, in this stream. I just think it's worth going through because uh, I've got a spare moment. I'm procrastinating about doing other work. So I, I thought I would listen to this uh, stream they did while sitting at the computer. And uh, it inspired me to uh, reach for the microphone, switch on the camera, and let's uh, let's dig into this. See what see what links come up. The crowd can find. I, I get it. It's a dead zone time. It's Sunday evening, uh, most places. Monday morning uh, in the future, but uh, I can get this one down on. <laughs> it's out of the way. It's done. All right, so uh, without further ado, let me um, let's move on. Yeah, I've I've very, I'm very much enjoyed talking with Jessica um, again. You know, there are, there are people out there who are, are going to clue in when you give them the correct data set, right? It's just it's just getting the data set out there, and the problem that we have right now is the infiltration of our institutes i would say by bad actors and right now someone's gonna go and have to work bloody hard to convince me that jeffrey sachs is not a bad actor i think what we're going to be looking at in a few minutes is damage control as we've pushed back against the propaganda i guess is the best way of putting it because it's not science right they've been abusing the scientific uh frameworks and publications to push propaganda and narratives and it's because of the pushback from people i consider myself just a little cog uh little that little that little pinion wheel at the top of the uh tracks on the tank you know the little cog at the, at the top of the tracks you know what i mean whatever that cog's called um but the th there are some real gems in this that i had to i had to speak i mean maybe maybe i'll start ranting again but i think i might have um i might have uh <laughs> expended all the uh ammunition with the uh, Oh, what are we doing last week? Science and the uh, gender-bending astrophysics. Then we had, and then we had uh, con man, <laughs> Mormon preaching, young. That was that was pretty funny. 
this is this is dead serious. What I'm talking about is dead serious because this this ties into exactly what I was speaking to Jessica about. Um, this is all all ties back to these DLD research programs, and they're going to tell you that. They're going to tell you that, and they're doing a controlled release. A controlled release as that as each narrative falls, they've got to, in real time, basically maneuver themselves to to get into to stay ahead of the mob. I guess that's what that's their concern. I I just see it as the sea of plankton, the working class scum, make up make up the bottom of the food chain. That's, that's who we are. The whales are scared of us. So, all right, let's move on. Let's get to the main... Oops, don't do that. Do that. And, uh, of course, covert moral bioenhancement. It's here. Don't need nanobots. Don't need 5G towers. You're looking at it through your phone most of the time when you're reading authentic feeds from Twitter. You're allowing... The censorship to occur via corporations like Facebook, Google, etc. They've all got to go. Let it burn. Let it burn. There's nothing in there worth saving. I'm going to put the premise to you that we're going to see a prime example of that in Saks. Now, I've got no... I don't really have opinion about Robert Kennedy. Except, well, except his voice seems a bit messed up for some reason. And uh, they've got a tragic family history. Um, I, honestly, I, I don't know. And um, I'm, I'm glad someone's sort of fighting for kids in my eyes. That's what I did. That was That's how I managed to get out of my pit every day and go and literally, literally scout monkeys for a living. Right, because there was a benefit for kids. Right, so there, there are things that we do as adults, as uh, functioning societies, where we try to protect the uh, the most vulnerable among us, and those are our children, and of course the elderly. But um, <laughs> if some elderly have to uh, get taken in the conflagration and their pensions <laughs> vaporized as we take out these corporations, I'm not I, I'm not going to sweat it too much. The, the stakes are too high and the stakes are literally in play right now as they want you to eat bugs. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, he suffers from a genetic neurological condition called spasmodic dysphonia. Oh, interesting. Uh, I wonder if he's tried deep brain stimulation. Um, I would I would give that a crack. Uh, but anyway, that's... Uh, that's neither here nor there. All right, so... <laughs> The, the Discord's being lit up by uh, some <laughs> brilliant memes. I don't know what this AI art generator thing is that people are using for burn back better. Brilliant. Um, that's just just for March. <laughs> let it burn. I'm in a let it burn day. Where did I had some other ones? Yes, yeah. bonfire of the realities. <laughs> Ah, uh, this this was great, and then uh, this one I think is my favourite uh, orchestration of equity, a Gramscian march in the key of E flat. Brilliant, brilliant. Uh, okay, 
Bravo, uh, Epi. Uh, oh, Nick, maybe you can uh, jump in. Um, we can give some commentary together because uh, we're going to have some narrative fed to us uh, by the stream that we're talking about. So let us uh, just jump in right now. Um, oh, well, no. <laughs> I'll do this red alert. Uh, Putin's going to deploy nuclear weapons in Crimea. Base move. Uh, what did I do with the? Wait, where's the bloody? Where's the bloody link? Did I not? Did I not open that? What's spaz? Wait, <laughs> retarded. Where'd I put it? God damn it! Here it is. <laughs> The Defender Show, episode 64, Origins of COVID-19 with Jeffrey Sachs. Now, I think it's worth prefacing this talk about who Jeffrey Sachs is. The rapist of Russia. Yes, that's right. He was part of the hit squad sent in after the collapse of the Soviet Union that led to the oligarch classes and uh, the plundering of uh, Russia's, <laughs> Russia's infrastructure, I guess, was the end result. Um but uh, for that, he's eulogized as a um, prophet of economics. And um, let's see, Mandrake says 30 hours counting, 102 fever, antigen just two days negative, ER, PCR says positive. Yeah, look, man, I've I've been feeling sore throaty and stuff um, last couple of days. The lateral flow test said nothing. I'm not getting a, uh, not getting a fucking PCR test. <laughs> I'm, I'm still breathing. Feels mild. Uh, right, so I, I could do with a few less holes in the brain. But um, let's get on with this. Oh, no, no, no. Before we do that, let's do this. Jeffrey Sachs, a uh, long-standing member of the World Economic Forum. Now, again, I've warned about engaging in purity tests. But when you're getting to this level you should be engaging some purity tests. And this network stinks. And right now, we're just going to have to uh, 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 agree on the fact that there is going to be a whole bunch of guilt by association, especially when you're swimming with these particular sharks. And Sachs is one of them has been for a long time. Part of Columbia University as well. That's a very, uh, how should we say, glowy node in the, in, in the viral world. I'm going to get a chill apart my Deborah Burke scarf. <laughs> uh, let's see. Where have I seen this level of propaganda in science before? Certainly, there wasn't this level used by a discussion regime in Europe during World War II. How dare you talk about the British and Americans that way? <laughs> you know, there were some right, decent, jolly good fellows in the side of the bank. That's who you're talking about. But uh, yeah, you can you can you can link him to all. Mm. This is a critical node. This is a critical node that I'm right now putting, if I'm lasing it through the optics of damage control. This is all damage control because their first narrative didn't work. 
It didn't work where they wanted to sell you that, oh my god, there are going to be these pathogens leaping out of the forests and caves, such that it'll be impossible to conduct human behaviours without the kindly intervention of our corporate overlords. <laughs> He's one of them! He's one of them! And, um, like I say, he's a pro. He's a pro when you listen to him. It's like honey potion being poured in your ear. So let's, let's begin some deconstruction of what it is that he was saying. It's cold. Come out of... Uh... Ah, rumble, rumble, rumble. Um... Let's speed it up somewhat. I might have to do this in two parts because I can feel my I voice. COVID-19 commission. Feeling like I'm going to sound like uh, old Robert here. No offence, Rob. Commission was announced, as I recall, I think in June of 2020 by Richard. That's right. And, and then you're joining the commission. Everybody, I'm really delighted today to have an old friend to talk to us. Jeffrey Sachs is the... Okay, already an old friend. My radar pings like this. Uh, do you want me to rub my Irish mouth? Um, well, we'll uh, I'll see. I'll see how I'm going, Nick. Um, because we're, we're going to get into a lot of missing narrative here. So uh, bear with me. Um, he is pure humble pie when he speaks. Just a jolly fun uncle by the fireplace. The perfect plant maybe maybe again um these people again it's it's all real time real time data analytics being manifested right in front of you if they if they could have got away with it you wouldn't see Sachs right now doing what he's doing you wouldn't have there's a good argument that you wouldn't be seeing robert malone etc a whole bunch of people they would have just been keeping back in the woodwork. Ching. Anyway, um, old friend uh, admitted. Director of the Center for Sustainable Development at Columbia University. Center for Sustainable Development. Ping. I need. I need a. Uh, I need a sonar ping, please. Someone get me a little MP3 for a sonar ping that I can go. Oops. <laughs> Center for Development. I need a sonar ping. Development at Columbia University. He's the president of the United Nations Sustainable Development Solution. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. It just starts ticking all the boxes. As, as I was, was listening out the corner of my ear, procrastinating. <laughs> just all this stuff. Solutions Network. He's the winner of the 2015 Blue Planet Prize, a best-selling author. Bah. Maybe 1080 might have uh, just crushed it a little bit. <laughs> Come on. Play. And a chairman of the Lancet's COVID-19 Commission. Bing. The commission was announced, as I recall, I think in June of 2020 by Richard. That's right. And then your joining the commission happened in November 2020. And you um, assembled a task force for the prestigious medical journal, 190-year-old 
medical journal to determine the origins of COVID-19. Um, you hand-selected, I think, a number of them, of the commissioners, or uh, most notoriously, Peter Dayzak, <laughs> the president of EcoHealth Alliance. And uh, to be chairman of the task force, Dayzak was essentially forced to recuse himself in June of 2021, and then you shut down the um, the uh, commission altogether in September of 2021. And then you did something incredibly courageous, which was to... Uh, publish an article on PNAS, which I'm sure you're Thank getting you. a lot of both negative and positive blowback from that. Uh, but essentially saying that your your belief is that the best evidence is that, um, that the COVID-19 virus came from a Chinese lab, but that it was based upon U.S.-funded technology. Now, think about this. Again, again, what would be the likelihood that you would be sitting here listening to this discussion in, in, in exactly the tone of voice and the facts being relayed to you had we not been pushing back for two and a half years? And like I say, there's nothing, there's nothing really new in that, that. It's why I hadn't sort of put this high up on my uh, radar. Wait, wait for it. Just because we know all this right where we are where is it where is it tip of the spear edge of the knife for all this stuff right so i'm i'm like you know i've only got so much bandwidth but here right they're they're, they're now telling you oh god yeah we've we um we we did an oopsie <laughs> Everyone's starting to blame the uh, the Ching Chongs. Maybe, maybe. I don't think in countries anymore. <laughs> Way past that. I'm too jaded for that. My radar's set for long range over the horizon. <laughs> I don't think I don't think there's countries anymore. I think there's institutes and corporations that span borders and literally just have clout. And how much clout is will depend on well, things that they can get into the uh, propaganda feeds in the news cycle. And <laughs> the uh... well, <laughs> look, if you th if you think for one microsecond that the the Lancet Commission wanted to be sitting here explaining that they'd that they'd been taken in by conflicts of interest well <laughs> gotta wise up you need to wake the fuck up or you you are gonna get fucked up big time big time because the pin's being pulled right it's like it's like bullet time the matrix right the pins out grenades <laughs> in the air right and uh, I was like watching the, <laughs> the slide go back on the clocks, right? Everyone, everyone right now is just running for cover. Running for cover. And, um... And I would have to agree with you on that, having done a lot of research on it myself. But let's talk about... Um, how you got involved in it in the first place. Were you approached by Richard Horton? 
Yeah, so but... Richard Horton. Um, he's, he, he was part of the Lancet, uh, editor of the Lancet, I believe. Let me just check that. And uh, let's just see Richard Horton. Yeah, Richard Horton. Lancet, W-E-F. Let's just see, let's just see what the Google machine spits out without even bloody well going to look. Oh, we for him. <laughs> Straight away. Do not trust these motherfuckers right now. No way, no how. Right, oh, name dropping this, sliding this. Oh, you know, it's it, it, once you've been through it and you've seen it, you know the signals to look for. And uh, again, um, it's kind of they're, they're telling you. They have to sort of tell you to their face what it what it is that they're they're doing. And then when there's pushback, they sort of the dynamic changes, and what and we get oh, presumably closer to reality closer to that third rail i guess the emergent consciousness uh marty yes thank you for putting the links please support the doc in this they've taken my paypal they've done everything to try and shut me down but i'm here every day fighting for you pointing out the ridiculousness of the situation that we find ourselves in you need to know, you need to know all the causes <laughs> everything Hist history didn't just start uh didn't just start in wuhan Two and a half years ago. All right, so Richard Horton, tainted. Uh, Sax is definitely tainted. He's got a, he's, he's got, he is the archetype globalist. And he's pushing the, the buzzwords, sustainable, yada, 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 right? That to me tells me he's an ideologue and I don't like these people's ideology. I don't like where it's leading. Because I, it, it's saccharine advertising talk to we're going we're gonna to come and take from you. Like they haven't already taken enough. Bobby, great to be with you. Uh, really fun and, and important topic. Let, let me uh, just fill out a, a few of, of the details and, and just correct a, a little bit of the, uh, the, the detail on that. Because uh, to, to put it uh, clearly, I'm chairing a commission uh, for the Lancet called the Lancet COVID-19 Commission. It's, uh, it's issuing its report in mid-September. So the commission continues. It's, uh, it's not far away. And I bet, I bet you, well, let's, let's just find out about this commission, shall we? What's it going to be doing? Within the commission, oh. I established 11 task forces. So some were on how to respond to the pandemic, some were on the financial crisis that emerged around the pandemic, some were on uh, other uh, issues about public health. But one of them, one of the task forces was about the origins. And that's the task force where I asked Peter Daszak to chair and essentially to organize the task Again, there's a, there's a whole bunch of information dropped there that you've literally you you could spend hours and hours passing through it, and you know that this Lancet Commission is looking at essentially economics, public health, and uh, so-called origins, right? Which are all all part of these programs that we're seeing being rolled out, part of the QR code tyranny that they're going to stamp into your face and burn into your children's skin. 
and I, I question old Jeffrey's conflicts of interest right about now. I really do. But so for so for each of these eleven task forces, I I uh, designated a. Uh, public health expert or diplomatic or financial expert, and then gave them uh, or requested of them, since this was all on volunteer time on everybody's part, uh, to- ah. <laughs> Let me just deconstruct that volunteer time. That's all networking. That's all nepotistic networking. So uh, you can send those greasy backhanders through. <laughs> Not whatever it is, secret handshakes. Just as you cover one eye, hop around on one leg. Organize a group of international experts to work on this. I was chair right from the beginning of the process, which was the middle of 2020, just as the pandemic was reaching the first half year. And it was around that time uh, Richard Horton and I talked and thought that. Hashtag. They always come through. Always do. I can, do. I can smell it through the screen. And uh, I'm just going to say, uh, we say colloquially, batty boy. Batty boy. That a, a commission would be a good idea, but by the way, not only to review all that happened, we didn't know how long this would last, but also to make some. Yeah, we were really hoping that we could just get it uh, nailed down and uh, out of the public view as quick as possible. <laughs> don't, want, don't want those plebs knowing what we're doing in the background. Blah. All our contracts and deals and uh, <laughs> offshore bank accounts, kind of that. Must maintain the illusion for the dead slaves. Recommendations along the way of how to try to keep this under control, how to make sure that there was health equity for... Right. Right, now my, my blood is beginning to boil already as I'm sort of focusing on this, right? I know what I mean by health equity. They mean that you're going to be lined up and you're going to be digitized into their QR code dystopia. <laughs> if you if you that naive and just say, ah, oh, that's all conspiracy theory, you are you are part of the cattle that are about to get cold. It's happening right in front of you. And it's happening everywhere. Even even uh, oh Papi Putin is engaging in uh, these uh contactless all all surveilling systems. It's everywhere. <laughs> so it's it's if you don't push back against it, then they'll just keep doing it. They'll just keep instantiating it. And and look, I I get that for many many people, oh, it's it's so supremely convenient. Rushing back from work, getting to the supermarket, woof, in and out, just have to hand over a bit of biometric ID. Let them know what you're eating. Right? How many of you have uh, supermarket point cards? And like I say, not such a bad thing. God bless Bulbasaur, but. Um, <laughs> I say, but, oh, poor, 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 I say, poor AI machine must think bulb is some sort of <laughs> bonus points crack fiend. 
Oh, shout out to uh, Tax Evading Blix, Simon Phoenix. He's got our uh, next iteration of uh, We Talk You Listen Up. Uh, Peer Chip. Oh, I've got to we got rid of that horrible graphic. But, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. poor, poor bottle. <laughs> there it is, working. Nice. And uh, on there, uh, should, you, um, should you wish, you can uh, change the quality if you uh, have a, a sketchy connection. You do 360p. Right, let's uh, let's get back to this. Uh, bravo, Simon. All right. Really poor people who needed access to medicines or hospitals or protection or face masks or whatever it is. Uh, Richard. V word. V word. Say it. V word. Gene transfection technologies. Horton asked me to head this and, and to organize it. The commission itself is... 40 public policy leaders from around the world, the former president of the UN General Assembly, former president uh, uh, in a European country, several scientists, uh, many financial experts and so on. But for me and for us in our discussion today, one part of this assignment was, so where'd this come from? And I can tell you at the beginning of my engagement in this issue, uh, well, even from the beginning of the pandemic itself, I assumed this came out of nature the same way that science. <laughs> yeah. I think we need some... Uh... EEG, fMRI. I need the waterboard. Well, maybe, uh, maybe you can. Uh, once the sociopath begins to believe the lies, maybe, maybe it seems like the truth to them. I don't know. But uh, I'm, uh, I'm not. I'm not just buying this. Uh, so. So smooth introduction. I just assumed it was from nature. <laughs> I had no idea. No idea. Yeah, some, uh, some sodium pentothal. Ours uh, apparently came out of nature in 2003, 2004. Uh, in the case of SARS, best guess is uh, that it, it really was a, an animal sold in a wet market in China uh, that was carrying that virus. Uh, MERS, which is another coronavirus, uh, the Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, was carried by camel. I assumed, okay, this is yet another one of these so-called zoonoses. And I thought, who knows a lot about that? But uh, the guy who's looking at these viruses in the wild, Peter Daschuk. So uh, I asked him, well, you're around this. You know what's going on in China. Why don't you establish the task force. So it's it's interesting for me, you know, I was not in any way on the lab leak side of things uh, at the beginning. <laughs> Look, I think they very that they, in those meetings, right? If it would have been um, brought up, I, I I'll, I'll put dollars to donuts to it, and it would have been we've got to shut this down, and so we've got to make it look like we're doing stuff. And the, they tried. 
They tried their best. In fact, we keep having to pretend they aren't a war on the populace. Yeah, that's a that's a good way of saying uh, it. Uh, I only put two hundred dollar in the strippers. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Dezak got to establish the tussle. Yeah, everything, everything about this stinks. And what you're what you're getting is this mere culpa damage control right now. Now again, there's a probability he's he's either telling the truth or there's there's some lies mixed in here. And I'm smelling lies. And what he's what they're doing is is they're cutting off right the lower the lower pieces right that they're going to feed to the crowd and the simple fact is that Dezak is bottom of the rung in this little hierarchical scheme and so they they're going to cut off cut him off he's done he's done where this north africa he'd be getting bayoneted in the rectum like uh, like Gaddafi as the mob came down on peter Dezak's house in new jersey Remember all the shit about white powders being sent to his house and turning up in the stream? Oh, you uh, you conspiracy theorists are all going to get it when Biden gets into office. Who's <laughs> uh, laughing now, eh, Peter? He's <laughs> getting Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole bunch of them are getting fucking Harvey Weinstein. You watch the dominoes start to fall, but what they're doing is they're creating a fire break right now around themselves. And Jeffrey has been put out there into damage control mode, and it's the damage control mode is so bad that literally he's having he's he's having to point at the DOD as we get into this talk. That's that's how severe the uh, the damage control is. That's the point we're going to get to. I thought that doesn't sound right. And I remember explaining in a very learned way to a good friend of mine, no, 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 that's not right. This is a natural uh, sometime in the spring of 2020. So what we're talking about, Bobby, is, uh, is my education also, because I got to watch this story very close up by some of the principles involved in making the case that it's from nature, from the Swan market, which is the one that is featured in, say, the New York Times stories in the last few months about the science. And fucking propaganda. Propaganda, folks. Uh, the war is on. The war is on. And this is next generation warfare. So there's no, there's no squadrons of uh, Lancaster bombers headed over for night runs and... <laughs> Mass incendiary attacks. Not at the moment. Not yet. <laughs> the the uh, the top tiers still feel quite safe. They can they can go around pursuing their lives of leisure, indulging their uh, appetites as they see fit. But they're having they're having to adjust. Right, the plebs weren't so stupid. They didn't fall for the uh, <laughs> green the green pandemic scare. The green scare. Scientists finding the origins and so forth. And I can tell you that uh, over the period of two years, I was lied to so many times. Dashik told me so many things that were not true. <laughs> this is great. 
This is great. Watch them immolate. Watch them immolate. I love it. I love it. And the thing is, um, he he would have known. I, I'll, I, again, I'll put dollars to donuts to it. He would have known. But they've got busted. They've been busted so hard. So hard by what we've been doing that you're watching. You're watching the institutes implode. Now, we've not heard much about the uh, the other parts of this commission yet. <laughs> no doubt that'll be another stream when they release that doctor report. But um, here, here he is. He's basically preempting the public's consciousness with respect to this report. Because they, look, it's not all one-way traffic, right? <laughs> those uh, those reptiles, uh, sharks circling, circling above. Looking at looking at us peons to come down for their lunch, right? Or up from above, maybe. So it just depends on your metaphysical point of view. Um, <laughs> time to leverage Days Act to squeal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure, man. And uh, let's let's not stop. <laughs> we know where he lives. I was the opposite of transparent. I had to tell him. Well, you can't head this task force. And even later, uh, soon after that, you can't even be on the commission. So I didn't disband the commission, but I did take him off. Uh, sorry. Look, that whole thing has just been holed beneath the waterline. A, a huge segment of it was tainted it, I, the only reason the only reason that you had to break it down was because of us because of us the people who have been here every day the, 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 the people that have been doing all those FOIA requests squeezing the information out of them taking on the people who are, who are part of the narrative control networks on, on social media <laughs> doing well it's 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 warfare right and uh we're well i don't know like, i don't know if, if you're a if you know how to cast metal right and weld metal and i don't know you're a pipe fair i don't i think you could turn those skills pretty easily to you know forging weapons that type of thing and, and we're in that situation they've taken on the the mass population who have the skill sets to to counter this narrative that they have tried to put out picked apart literally <laughs> quarter mile mile and a half sniper shots we've been doing and, and don't forget all the people that like dra the drastic domain the paris group for instance i'm sort of playing lone wolf <laughs> the, the psycho lone wolf in the trenches just engaging in mimetic warfare on these bastards like um Everyone has had part to play in bringing this scrote onto the screen right now and telling you, oh my God, I was being lied to. Clutch my pearls, I was being lied to. I can't believe it. And you plebs, you should understand that everything we do is transparent. I've never gone into Russia and raped their resources and set atop a financial empire, a globalist empire, looking down and deciding what you plebs are going to do day by day. Yeah, this is almost like a confession to try and save one's own ass. Yes, 
Yes, he's in there for damage control. And you what? You watch once. Once Jeffrey's gone, and now we're now we're talking. Now we're talking. But but the thing is, they're gonna they're, they're hoping, they're hoping that Jeffrey the sacrifice, Dayzak the sacrificial lamb, and Jeffrey the uh, the priest who's uh, what do they do? This you know, I get the uh, Hebrew thing right where they tie they tie one thing. Round a goat, and then they send it out in the wilderness. Scapegoat, all that malarkey. He's uh, he's kicking out the scapegoat, and now they're looking at that cloth, waiting for it to change colour. <laughs> the burn notice is in. Yes, let it burn. Let it burn. Now, how about Robert Kenny again? I don't, I don't have a. It's just, that's American. That's American soap opera stuff, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and you know, if he's helping kids, which he seems to he seems to be doing, um, bravo! <laughs> I think we need more Robert Kennedys. More Robert Kennedys, less Peter Dayzaks, please. But already he said, "My old friend Jeffrey Sachs." They know each other. They know each other, and like I say, these people could have been. Uh, well, like I say, let's let's listen to what. Jeffrey has to say it right now. Off of the task force. And then <laughs> it's, uh, and it keeps coming, by the way. The task force members were dishonest to me after I was completely clear with them. I want to know. <laughs> we know who they are as well. That's literally the content of that. Uh, Lancet letter, <laughs> but they're all they're all lying shitbags. Uh, Angie, <laughs> the Proximal Origin crew, you name it, right? They're on there. The, the, like literally, the whole of the virology community just needs a resting, in my opinion. <laughs> Maybe a bit of uh, enhanced interrogation. Uh, John Brisson says RFK Junior has numerous, and I mean numerous, connections to Jeffrey and. Gislaine, uh, colour me not fucking surprised. Colour me not surprised at all. And again, folks, unless you get the full transparency on these people, and look, I, 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 I get the fact that you in those circles, right? You, you're sort of condensing the people that you're going to be bumping into, right? It's kind of like academia, right? Once you, once you're at the tippy top, you've got your lab, and uh, you know all the people in the in the the community that matters. Right, and you keep keep seeing them again and again. You keep bumping into them at the same parties. Um, I've I remember watching a stream of John Brisson and um, the uh, the notes in the in the little little black books. And again, um, it's another thing to just be. It's another data point that we have to be taking into account. And again, this this thing on the screen stinks to me at the moment i don't like that sax i don't like what he represents i don't like the fact that they are pathological psychotic in their drive and lies that they'll give to what they think are plebs <laughs> your government loves you what your potential conflicts of interest are. Are you involved with EcoHealth Alliance with Dashig? 
are you involved with Wuhan Institute of Virology? Are you involved with NIH in a way that we should understand that there may be a potential conflict for you? And Bobby, none of them told the truth. Maybe that's not shocking, but. Yeah, it's all coming out now. All coming out now. All these conflicts of interest. And this is, this is what I've been railing against for two and a half years. And sacks stinks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Get someone else. Get someone else. That commission is fucking garbage. I wouldn't even wipe my ass with it. Somebody told you it's broken. Yet that yet he's still heading. He's still there, trying to maneuver the narrative, etc. And like I say, this is bad. Because it goes, it goes. Oh, we're only just, we're only just into this talk, because eventually we get to the real nub of the situation, which is the defence research, because that's what this is all about. It's all about providing cover for the military component, and all the sick fucks that are plugged in into the military. I'm not talking about your serviceman on the ground and the the. the Grunts, those that those those that are just told to go and do as they're told, not not ask questions. It's the ones at the top that we need to be paying attention to. You need to be following what it is that they're saying and doing, and you need to be watching them bloody closely. They're telling you right now what's been going on in your face. Now. This story, literally, in any normal world, would just be on the, on the main news. It'd be on the 6 o'clock news when I were a lad. We didn't used to have 24-hour news channels when I, when I was growing up. No, that was... Uh, <laughs> you got the news, and you'd be grateful. <laughs> you'd be grateful as a kid if you could stay up. You'd stay up and watch the 9 o'clock news. Please let me stay up, Mum. Please, Dad. Oh. I'll go to bed after the news. And so you'd take an interest in the news. You'd start gulping down their propaganda then. Oh, oh God, loves me. Oh. It, it, it was surprising to me because these are some of them people that I've known. I would say personal friends in some cases. It's literally having a turnover his mates. <laughs> Brilliant. I love it. More. This is for 20 years. They, they absolutely did not tell the truth when I asked them clearly, explicitly. So that was one part of the story, my growing oh, dismay, consternation, that something is, is really, really wrong about this. And then... They knew. Hashtag they knew. They knew and their plans for damage control didn't work. So now they're scrambling. It's like any fight, right? When when the forces come together and you're gonna right, you can have all the plans and predictions in the world, but let's say any anything happens in that dynamic moment. And right now, um these people, and again, you could probably thank the internet, you can thank the technology for that, the, the great equalizer in this. Because were it not there, you wouldn't know. You, you would be dependent on going to the, to the library and ordering the special books and you would only be able to reach 
five or six people maybe a few more if your pub was a little bit busy <laughs> RFK is not buying the BS this guy's shoveling, I hope. I don't know. He says they're good friends. And what I, what I see in this interview, from just say I don't I don't don't have a dog in the fight with respect to Robert Kennedy. Again, I think it's the it's American soap opera families for me. Nothing to do with me. I don't care, right? Generally. Until until uh, until he's really hobnobbing it with uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. And Jeffrey Epstein, and now I'm beginning to wonder. Well, I wonder what he's doing with children's health defence. Well, oh, you know, there goes there goes my brain. But on the other side, as those who follow this story, and you are certainly uh, 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 among the lead in that, uh, the Freedom of Information Act and leaks, one by one, were demolishing the premises of the uh, natural spillover story, but also revealing the utter transparency and misdirection that the US government was leading basically from the start. So we were not hearing the truth. Again, why am I surprised? But it's dismaying to see it come out step by step. Dismaying. I'm having to sit here and give this uh, talk right now as uh, part of my, <laughs> my bonuses for the year of my uh, ever-expanding digital tulip empire. It's not. It's not. I'm not going to get the harvest I want this year. We're. Uh, we've lost. We've lost some supply lines to the, the Epstein networks. Got. Got to keep the massage enthusiasts happy. Winter is coming. Oh yes, it is. None of those FOIA requests from his investigative committee. Yeah, but look, it was all uh, U.S. right to know. Uh, Ruskin and um, uh, Emily. Uh, I forgot a second name. Gary Ruskin and th those people are unsung heroes in this. They don't get the recognition that they deserve for, for being able able to petition the the US in that in that fashion, but th but they did, and I, I you know I think there's lots of help from um, you know the the insurgency networks to be asking you know specific the right questions right because you've got to ask the right questions with the foyers and that's where then what you get back is redacted, and the thing is are we going to see all the people that that tried to hold that line where 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 is their mere culpa right now and I. Literally, I'm of, I'm of the opinion right now that this is such a heinous crime. It's so heinous that in the discovery, right, that when we when we get those corporations and we peel them open, right, and we get we get the lists, we get the lists of which account owns what, and we go after go after the narrative controllers. Because that's that's the only way, the only way that you weed the garden efficiently enough that you stop this for um, a couple of generations. It's the only way. And it's not enough. It's not enough just to have him metaphorically swinging in the evening breeze. It's not enough. 
It's not enough that we get the Epstein's. It's not enough that we get all those, uh, all the public faces, right? All of those networks need dismantling because once you, if you leave it, it'll pop back up and it'll engage in the same behavior it always does. It's written. Now the jab makes us suing each other. Yeah. Let me each other. I step in this way. And what is absolutely clear to me is that there are two viable hypotheses uh, about the origin of. <laughs> I'm not um, I'm not buying that. Like I say, there was a lot of uh, tripping over words at the beginning. Uh, if this was his friend, um, <laughs> I'm sure it could have been far more casual about it that, you know, that just the tenor and the way that he's acting is just ah, it's not doing him any favors, uh, favors. And this idea that there that, that oh well of course there were two alternative hypotheses of course it makes sense even my brain can see that <laughs> i'm not buying it of this and one of them is out of a lab and there's nothing outlandish about it at all and in fact like you said i think it's the odds on uh explanation i don't speak for the whole commission in that regard what the commission sees is that there are two viable explanations but i can tell you two years into this with all the deceit deception lying that i've seen right. <laughs> all those lies and uh, manufacturing of consent that we've meticulously modeled it's got blown away in the initial blasts, <laughs> in the initial exchanges, <laughs> the counter-battery fire was intense. We were uh, struggling to maintain and hold our lines. We had to fall back. <laughs> we had to fall back. And, and when they're telling you that, uh, oh, they were lying. <laughs> Literally, they were lying to us, right? He's lying. He is lying. Now, again, it's going to be wrapped up in corporate greasy speak. So he can wriggle. He's got wriggle room. But I'll just uh, remind everyone. That's him. Jeffrey Sachs. The rapist of Russia. The scientists on the one on market side vastly overstating or misdirecting uh, the uh, gaze and the... Did he just say gaze? <laughs> Misdirecting the gaze. Oh, I think it, I think he means the uh, the where you're looking. Okay. Or he could have meant uh, a troop of raccoons. Uh, we can't let our enemies become our teachers. Seems RFK Junior's anti-vax platform is commandeered at much expense as the ideal forum for Sachs to grandstand his about face. Yes. And again, I uh, I've I've raised this issue before, in that what I think is going to happen is in in part of this mere culpa is they're going to have to turn around because there have been people who have been hurt by these programs for many years. And they're literally, they're, they're at that point where to try to save the inner circle, they're going to have to turn around and say, ah, the, the vaccine harms, that was real. Um, we did, we did, um, we did, 
force narratives down your throats and we were engaging in over medication and uh, over prescribing for conditions that didn't really need those types of interventions again you can argue the merits and demerits of the corporate free market well, market type system in these instances and the fact that they're free from uh, any uh, legal recourse should uh, should people cotton on to the fact that they can get injured and look i do think you know you need those technologies but the, you know, the problem is is that the, these companies have leaned into them because of this non they don't they're not subject to liability should it go wrong and that's what they've leaned into in the last couple of years and this is, and so what we're getting right now is the is the is the sub story just for the first couple of months just for the first couple of months absolute absurd sad worrisome frightening unwillingness of the U.S. government, starting with NIH, to look closely at the lab hypothesis, it, it's really very telling. So that's just to set the scene. I started on the other side, but I watched very closely and like all... Started on the other side. Started on the other side. That was the position that they were going to hold. You can, you can be bloody sure that there was a conversation with those virologists and scientists where they were like, well, you know, it is what it is, governor. We've got, we've just got to try and uh, keep the, keep the plebs confused. Bamboozle them. She, what's that? She blinded me with science. <laughs> Started on the other side, Keck. Yeah. <laughs> Let's give that one a ping. All of us. I've been. And he was a good, good guy the whole time. Yeah, he's just a good guy who's being misled by those miscreants like paperclip Peter Dazak. If it wasn't for them, he he'd have seen right through this scam right from the beginning. He would have had been right at your side, fighting for fighting for his sustainable future. Avid reader of the drip, drip, drip of information that has been pried out of the hands of NIH because they're not talking, they're not forthcoming, they're not being honest. Fauci's not telling it like it is. By drip, the story's coming out, and it's a very worrisome one. Ah, there we go. There we go. We were right. All us, uh, us insurgents that have been uh, silenced silenced by the digital technocrats it it came out we we were on top of this right from the beginning yeah, remember we we got a visit from old peter himself because he was because he was made commissioner for the he was the arbiter of truth for facebook and google <laughs> they're just gonna try and sweep all this under the carpet you know, I, my, um, approach. Curious Canuncle says, absolutely no one I know, even the jab haters, have never heard of Sachs or his about face on LabLeak. My biggest fear is we are vocal but faint minority of humans, and they know it, especially if they keep Sachs on the alt media and not CNN Fox. Yep, 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 yep. He may go on Joe Rogan. Wow, quick game on Joe Rogan. That'll keep, that'll keep the weed bros happy.
<laughs> Just keep moving on. <laughs> Start another war. Getting distracted. Quick, cut off another part of the uh, child abusing network. Make that public. Anything. Just don't let them, don't let them realize that they're all incestuous, twisting bag of snakes at the top. Approached it as was, was different than yours because I approached with this enormous skepticism that I've cultivated that basically has grown unwilling to eat in me since 2005 and so watching Fauci very carefully and watching the journals and how they've devolved. And in fact, in 2000. Yep. Bravo, Robert Kennedy, for saying what I've been saying. The journals have devolved. Scrap them. All of it. Scrap them. Let it burn. Let it burn. Fumigate the institutes and then we'll go then we'll go door to door. How about we roll in seven canisters of CN twenty? Nerf gas the whole fucking nest. Richard Horton. Oh, just take off from orbit. <laughs> Nuke from orbit. Made the statement that the scientific journals, particularly the Lancet, had devolved into um uh, uh, propaganda vessels for the pharmaceutical industry. And Marsha Engel, at the same time, public... Hashtag, they always come through. <laughs> oh, what a profile pic. Her book was a long-time publisher of the New England Journal of Medicine, and basically saying there's nothing in the journals that you can believe anymore. Uh, so much of our... Revenue comes from uh, from pharma, and now the Lancet is owned by Elsevier, which is you know a very very wealthy company. That's Murdoch. Murdoch ties back to you know who. Getting basically, pharma is its partner, and China. And throughout the pandemic, we watched the Lancet, we watched Horton do all of these kind of underhanded things where he had to retract articles. Um, he, uh, you know, they published the article on remdesivir that allowed them, like, even the World Health Organization was saying, this stuff is poison, it doesn't work, it has no efficacy. And he published the article for Fauci that allowed Fauci and then go get approval for this very, very deadly drug. He did. He had to do the um, uh, the retraction on the Sergosphere studies. Uh, he tried to discredit hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and any kind of early treatment. I so admire your integrity on this issue and your willingness to, to publicly change your mind, which is... You know, so admirable. My father's, one of his favorite quotes was from Aeschylus, which was, um, you know, the only, it's not a crime to make a mistake. Essentially, the only crime is not admitting that, <laughs> that you did it. You know, the, the great sin is pride. And that gets us in so much trouble. I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with everything that he's saying. That I really am. But I, 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 I'm behind it a hundred percent. And if if the uh, lady he was talking about was one of the good good guys, uh, I apologise for the uh, crack at her profile pic. But meh, maybe a nose job or two wouldn't go amiss. Uh, Kennedy is also a close friend of Deuceberg, mixed bag. Uh, Doctor, we can't figure out any royalties. I owe to you. <laughs> yeah, 
think there's a case to be had there. I've got all the emails. Yeah, we're shutting you down for medical misinformation, right? What you know? What, what you chart my growth at the beginning, and uh, you know how, how many would have I had by this time, and what would be projected earnings? I guess that would make a sensible case. But uh, yeah, they've been uh, they've been striking me down each time, but I come back stronger. Many of us, many of us have been run through the the censorship mill. People are unwilling to change their minds. So I know that most people who come from here in my background assume that the government was and the pharmaceutical industry were kind of doing their best. And it was hard to believe. People like you and myself who come from our background were under the assumption that pharmaceutical companies and government were doing their best. Excuse me. Oh man, that 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 one that one went deep. I know that was that was just pass that for a moment, savor it. Even that one. That's like the silent but deadly one done in the elevator. Jesus Christ! They thought it did break up the can that you give up. Yeah, good luck with that. I've been trying to, I've been trying to uh, control my OCD for a whole lifetime. Oh, there he come close. The rabbit dog. That, um, you know, and I, I, I've watched people. I had to come to my own set of revelations, and uh, you know, over time, I know you had to come to yours. Dave, what, what do you think? I mean, how many people on that commission? How many people were on the? The commission, the Wuhan commission, essentially the, the origins commission uh, of the task force. Yeah, you mean, that, yeah, not not the commission task force. So just to just to yeah. use uh, use the verbiage, I think it was uh, ten to fifteen. All, all of them, by the way, basically handpicked by Dashig, uh, because a lot of those guys were the same virologists and immunologists and biologists. Who had signed on to the Lancet letter, which it turns out Daysec had secretly orchestrated. And yeah. So yeah. So let me let me just give you uh, give you the background on that. Uh, I asked each of the task force chairs to organize their task forces under a uh, a broad rubric, which was international diversity. Uh, gender diversity, diversity, and so on, and by and large, out of uh, out of eleven task forces. Fuck you! So. Fuck you! Listen, biologist who had signed on to the Lancet letter, which it turns out Daysec had secretly orchestrated. Yeah. So yeah. So let me let me just give you uh, give you the background on that. Uh, I asked each of the task force chairs to organize their task forces under a uh, a broad rubric, which was international uh, international list. Maybe we could say mm -hmm. diversity. Diversity. Oh, that get that one in there. <laughs> Gender diversity. Fuck. God damn it. 
posters. Um, uh, professional uh, background diversity and stuff. Oh, God, it's nauseating. This is nauseating. America, that is your enemy right there. Codified, their internationalism codified into deconstructionist gobbledygook around special interest groups that are always used to leverage and get in and essentially break resistance. Those are the tools they've been using for decades and generations. Your father's 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 father. Your father's 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 father. So on. And by and large, out of... Uh... Out of 11 task forces attended uh, so, uh, and uh, Dashik surrounded himself by his uh, his colleagues, basically. So, uh, and as I explained... At least he's giving you the rundown of how science works, how institutionalized science works. It's true what he's telling you. It's often like that. You, know, you get in with the in-group, you know, you know they, they've got clout, they get that access to the grants, and they're going to keep it that way. They're going to keep it that way, but these these fucks have dropped the ball. Um, but I'll guarantee you this. Every part of that commission that he's still chair of, that they're going to put their report out, and yeah, you know, they'll hope it fritters away in the distance, <laughs> into, into memory, is, is tainted. Doesn't mean anything. Now, again, you know, you, you need someone who's i don't know it's got got some dialogue with with everyday folk everyday folk that could see through all this nonsense and you know and again it's not going to be one person well one person can't be all things in in this particular instance but um you've got to get these lying scro ideologues out of your institutes I'm telling you, it's literal. Your lives are on the line right now. Your 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 lineage is on the line as they will try to scrub you out, like they've been trying to do to me. And we we just we just caught a lucky break right now in the <laughs> the struggle. We got up for air. We've, we're just we're just wriggling that bit more that they're having they're having to uh, change posture as they're holding the sack of puppies <laughs> in the in the barrel of water <laughs> did sax mention remdemsevir yeah they're gonna get to it they're gonna get to it um i'm gonna do uh this for the moment uh let me uh do this open with this and let me do this i'm just gonna uh, i think the kids are back and um they've gone back to school and um i can hear them rummaging about and i'm uh let me take a quick break
boxes. All right. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's uh, let's carry on. Where were we? Thank you. You know, as time went on, and and people immediately attacked me, and I and I said, by the way, and I meant it from the first moment. Uh, I only want to know what happened. I only want to know the truth. There's no setup. No one forced me to pick Ashen, by the way. It wasn't Richard Horton or Lanson. Nobody. This was my blunder. Uh, so I, I stepped into it uh, right at the beginning, thinking, well, here's the guy that, you know, that knows uh, most of what's going on. So I stepped into it. He organized around it. I'm not buying any of that fucking shit right there. Sorry. I'm not buying any of that. Oh, he just, he just happened to pick Peter Daszak. That was his choice. His and you know that again. This is this is the corporate speak coming through, right? And he's he's taking culpability for the corporation that he works for because as a chairman, you have responsibilities under legal fiduciary laws that are set. And this is this is all the oh, these corporations discharging responsibility. And like I say, in effect, they're, they're cutting off the eco-health and the, I don't know, the metabiotas, etc. You know, we don't hear much about metabiota, but we fucking should do. And we should be looking at those networks. All of it. We know it. All the names. We know all the names. And literally, literally, be, the relatives should be being punished as well. Because they could have known. They could have raised the alarm. Set an example. God damn it. Turn down the volume of soda. I dare you. Is it that loud? Yeah. Not that bad. Not up. Take it. Uh, people criticized me in the fall of 2020. You know, this is a setup job and so forth. And I said, no, I... You know, I'm a serious person. I'm absolutely uh, have no plan, desire, in, uh, incentive in any way to steer this other than towards the truth. And I promise to do that. And uh... <laughs> Just... oh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm in. Uh... How do you say? It's like. Uh... <laughs> A weekend on the pills. I'm loving it. <laughs> Rolling with the DJ. Just edging it all the time. Come on. Right, right, right Jeffrey. Keep it coming, mate. Watching him squirm is great. <laughs> Keep spilling the beans, Jeffrey. Come on. Congressman, Republican congressman wrote to me saying Dashik has to go. And I said, no, no, no. But believe me, he's not going to write the final report. This is for the commission. He heads a task force. The commission will judge, and I'm the chair of the. <laughs> I've <been> literally. <laughs> Back up, Governor. You, uh, you got a bank of rights. You put the cuffs on. I'll go do me time. Yes, we need. Where is it? Not working. Guilty. Give me a fucking guilty, you. Where's guilty? Why isn't it working? That's annoying.
Is my outlet not working either? <laughs> right, maybe you hear that. Do you hear that? No. Ah, goddamn Stream Deck. <laughs> my weapons are limited. Stream Deck's not working. Commission, and you can count on me to make sure that we look at everything. And. King says, I don't know how the body got 27 bullets in it. <laughs> yeah, man, that's suicide. <laughs> Just, uh. Somehow. Somehow, he blew his brains out. That gun, he must have just dropped it and was bouncing and ricocheting around. <laughs> look, look at the mess it caused. He said, no, no, no. So no case to answer, case dismissed. Uh, I mean, does that sort of legal bullshit really count when the mob's after you? I'm not so sure. <laughs> might, might, uh, might impress a judge too. Of course, from the first moment, that was my intention. And then people started to explain some basic facts to me about what was going on, what the research underway uh, in the U.S. and in uh, Wuhan were, that the research that was so dangerous, uh, so potentially the, the source of all of this. And, and, and so at one point early in 2021, I said to Dasha, look, I need to see your research proposals to NIH because I'm hearing a lot of things. And Dashik said to me, no, no, no I, I can't give those to you. My lawyers say I can't give those to you. <laughs> this is great. So we were right all along. We were right all along. And now, and now the rapist of Russia is having to spill the beans. <laughs> So what do you mean? We're, we're a transparent commission uh, and I need to see them. No, 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 I can't give them to you. I said, well, Peter, then you, you can't be chair of this. At this point, it was, literally, it was the conversation was Peter. We've been, we've been fucking rumbled, mate. We've been fighting Rumble, those geezers on the internet, they got us. They tracked us down. We're, we're fucked. You go that way, I'll go this way. You're the fat one. They can catch you first. Oh, off. <laughs> Hashtag we were right, yeah. Task force, you, you have to stop that. And then it became more clear in the days ahead he was live i just i just need some heavy deep house music because <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's dropping these lines we can all we can all just get in there together yes one health pink liners <laughs> does an ngo have propriety protection like a corporation uh yes it does it does. When you call somebody to call your lawyer. <laughs> yeah, this guy, Peter Dazak, pretending to blow the whistle on uh, Peter Dazak and the ego. We know it all. We know it all. But the big deal in this in this conversation is, is it gets to D-O-V. That, that they're having to let, that, you know, expose some of the history. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, it's a fair cop, governor. It's a fair cop. Slap the cuffs on. I'll do me time. Oh, do me time. Yeah, all those, all those other burglaries last week. Oh, yeah, that was me as well. 
Yeah, dead body in the canal. Yeah, that was me too. Uh, the, uh, the carjacking. Yeah, sorry. Sort of late night out with the boys. What can I say? Fuck off. Lying to me about a lot of things about what was and wasn't going on in terms of dangerous research in Wuhan. And I said, okay, you can't be on the commission either. So I pushed him, pushed him uh, off. I said, you've got to leave. This absolutely is impossible. <laughs> Yeah, you fat cunt. Get off. Who votes, who votes to kick the fat one off? We're sinking. We can't bail out the water fast enough. Chuck the fatty overboard. <laughs> this is great. This is great. I love it. It's just... It's... Hands in the air and roll down on me. <laughs> Impossible. I'm running a transparent, open, honest commission. Then what was interesting, Bobby, is that, of course, the other uh, 10 to 15 members went after me. What's the matter with you, sacks, you anti-science? Oh, they nearly called him this. He handy semi word. Imagine that, but you can't do that. Uh, can't pull that card on him. <laughs> the narrative control kicked in. The narrative control kicked in that we've been seeing come into play. And it's it's a it's a massive thing, right? I don't think Beck, you've gotta grasp this in your head. How how big this network was. All all the levers were pulled. And again, you know, we can be historical analysis into who, what, why, where, when, etc. Is it really a uh, <laughs> fevered wet dreams of Klaus? Uh, you, will, you will make, you will make all the genital synthetic. <laughs> the sign pings of the carcasses of the jab pushes get thrown under Sax's bus. Yeah reckless uh buying into the right-wing conspiracy theory and every everything you could imagine <laughs> and one of them was a friend of you know that's true that's what that's what they could i was saying right wing oh my god that's racist that's racist right wingers with their memes you're buying into their anti-science what are you doing this is this is all that they were playing and like i say I, I think a lot of that was that this is the theatric component now as this organization is pivoting right and um jeffrey is playing oh god oh i'm innocent here governor to me i thought i'd pick the best of mine for as i said for probably about 25 years who ripped into me personally like I don't usually experience. But... Oh, boo-hoo. Oh, boo-hoo. The internet was mean to you. Boo-hoo-hoo. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You know, if if they're forcing us down this UBI route, right, they're <laughs> away the jobs, right? There's no, uh, there's no, uh, there's no manual labour left for the schlubs, right? I, I say we take it on our terms, right? And uh, there's no QR codes that come with that, uh, <laughs> those funky pods. I could probably go with uh, some sort of expiry date, maybe. But um, 
and it should come it should come from all the wealth stacks that these people sit on because it, it's essentially infinite and we do it on our terms not some sustainable fucking green wank pot pot ideals that his organization is pushing Oh, rainbow coloured. Oh, good. With lots of diversity. The, li the literal marching songs of the internationalist collectivists. The 21st century Bolshevists. Oh, wrapped. Wrapped in rainbow and green. And they want QR code you into submission. Transparent, open, honest. Yes. <laughs> it's brilliant. I, I swear to God, man, this, this, this shit is hilarious. But saying he, how... He was who he was. I, it's because of the personal thing. Let me just mention the, the bottom line, though. Which oh, God, was... I can't. <laughs> I wonder uh... I wonder if they, uh, should we say, break pass over together. I just wonder. I just wonder if it's a Bolshevik. <laughs> Global homo tip of the plush grip. Rick 2030. Yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious to me, although a little sad, uh, which was. Uh... I don't worry, at Passover, we just say Laheim next year in Jerusalem. As he was absolutely furious with my anti-science, out comes one of the FOIA documents, which is one of Dashig's uh, NIH grants. And who's a co-investigator? This guy, <laughs> which I had asked him. I asked all of them, tell me, do you have any relationship? Not a word. So the guy's co-investigator, of course, it, it turned out several of them were co-investigators. So we know all this. I say the, the thing is that I hadn't sort of, I've had other things to, to do. I, I, I'd sort of, we, we, we knew all this, but uh, to, to actually sort of watch it coming out and watching the, uh, the, the theatrics with this, it's great. The thing is, it's just, it's just going to get so much better, folks. His jocularity is pathological. Maybe. <laughs> Not so hard, you offend. <laughs> as long as driven snow, yes. <laughs> That's when I said, okay, this whole task force is being <laughs> closed. We're not using this task force. We're going to find other ways to get to the facts on this. Oh, well. I can tell you other scientists then said, what are you doing, Sachs? So reckless, so anti-science after all of these people had lied and had prevaricated and had disguised their conflicts of interest and so on. Yeah, look, man, look, they're telling you, and again, they're, they're having to discharge all of this, right? <laughs> Open the pipes because their cesspit is so full and, and all of us, all of us, you know, who stand downstream 
<laughs> the effluent. No, this is coming, but you know, some of these prim proper types, one of them's got to go and open the sluice gates, one of them's got to go and get their hands dirty. It's always good for a laugh as we slow around in the mud. Yeah, it's some rice. It's some nice mud here. <laughs> they lied, what can I say? The Jew. Always. Oh, it comes through, folks. Next <laughs> ones start to attack, and then it turns out, okay, they're in it too. And, and it's, it's really quite a web, actually. So that's one side of it. I'd say there are three sides of this story that are absolutely fascinating. Uh, one is... Fascinating, eh? <laughs> Some lovely muck down here. <laughs> this kind of web of connection, conflict, pretty much all of them around NIH grants, around uh, Tony Fauci uh, and- uh, Again, they're gonna cut off with the, you know, they're trying to make a break here. So Fauci's disappearing, et cetera. And Dayzak's gonna get thrown to the wolves and, and, and they're hoping, <laughs> hoping that's gonna be enough. <laughs> Give the crowd what they need, higher. <laughs> More bread and circuses. <laughs> 365 days of games his group that that he has supported that's really really uh an unpleasant uh, part of this the second thing that we learn is from the foia releases themselves that and you know it, but it's it's amazing to see, actually. I, I find it pretty low life. I don't expect more of government in general, but when it is in the scientific side, I kind of still hope uh, that there was uh, more integrity there. But from the first day that we know of, of NIH taking its hand on the public response, which I put it, uh, I predicted this a very long time ago. Yeah. 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 It's it's not even started yet. There's I should give that Churchill speech. This is not the end. Maybe. End of the beginning. Now they said I'm breaking back guy, maybe. February one, twenty twenty. Uh it, it may predate that, but uh, February one, twenty twenty is a now notorious secret phone call that uh, Francis Collins and Tony Fauci organized uh, with Jeremy Farrar. God, I want that Farrar, I really do. For me, he's the epitome of what I hate about Britain. I hate those bastards. Schlags love them. Oh, I, see, I want to see them burn. I really do. I really do. I, can't, I don't give a fuck about what you've been doing in America. I want to. I want blood. I want blood. I want to see those trusts imploded. All of them. All of them. <laughs> I mean, all of them. And once you, once you get Farrah out, they'll, they'll, they'll all, they'll all fall over because they're all, they're all, they're all buggery boys that are uh, just boiling each other's backs. All of Welcome Trust and a group of virologists, and that group 
pretty much all of them said on February 1, hmm, that looks a lot like a lab creation. Not just a lab release, a lab creation. And it's interesting and important for people all oh, their assets need to be frozen absolutely and they need they need to be under they need to have fucking ankle bracelets on at a minimum all of them. international arrest warrants put out yeah but there, there are mechanisms in place <laughs> where, where are you where one of the schlubs you could be guaranteed the eye of sauron would be beaming down on you people to understand why and so I'll digress for, for one moment. This SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19, is like SARS-1, but it's got one little bit of its genome that makes it really... And here we get to a bit more narrative control, where I think once you, once you really understand the science, there's a whole bunch in there that just... <laughs> makes it um just knocks it into that domain of uh dual use research of concern and i would say from the beginning i think i think they thought they'd found a way of uh, weaponizing pre-energic cascades release it increase your customer base eh, and if we depopulate a bit who cares infective and uh, very dangerous. And that is what's called the furin cleavage site or the proteolytic cleavage site. And it, four amino acids in this uh, uh, long or 12 nucleotides uh, in this uh, 30,000 nucleotide virus. No, it's annoying. We're, we're particularly interested in. And then I say, where do you... Uh... Let's all six and all ten play into this picture. That's that. Where do those uh, amyloid forming HIV dopes come in? Make it far more dangerous than SARS CoV 1. And what happened at the beginning when this virus was sequenced and people looked at it, they said, oh, this thing has a furin cleavage site. Uh, and uh, they said, whoa. Again, the uh, dramification, I guess, of the um, the retelling of the facts here. Again, he's doing his job, right? He's trying. He's trying to suck you in with his narrative, so you don't look any further. And like I say he's he's having to give out a lot in this in this presentation, this talk. And this would have been coached down to the syllable. Uh, Curious Canonical says to discuss the uh, PRA and not being up its reverse complement patent holder Moderna is a big tell. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. He's covering his own ass. Yep. Where'd that come from? And one of the immediate hypothesis is, well, someone stuck it in there because the furin cleavage site is an intense object of scientific research interest because it was known actually since SARS-1 
that if you take a SARS-like virus and you stick in a furin cleavage site at what's called the S1-S2 junction, boy, you make that virus potentially a lot more lethal, a lot more pathogenic, a lot more transmissible. So it was an object of science. Yes, I agree with this. And again, we have to be asking ourselves, why are these components in the synthetic gene transfection shots? Why? Why, 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 why? And I think we're looking at malfeasance. It's, it's, they're telling you right now. So why, why the approach that they're taking? Why a new round with bivalent, with original strain still in and still all the epitopes of concern? What's going on? What is going on? You need to wise up, people. Scientific interest that went back to SARS, or the original outbreak, and it was a real intensive object of interest of uh, the NIH-funded group from 2015 onward. So the point is, on February 1, 2020, uh, the virologist looked at this and said, whoa, whoa, furin cleavage site, that's the only FCS, the only furin cleavage site in a sarbucovirus that is a SARS-like virus that we know of. And boy, that really suggests maybe someone stuck that in there. Now, you think, you think, as you know, by February 3, the official story was, this is out of nature. And by February 4, the first draft. And again, this, this, this changes in pitch and just trying to relay the, it, it's relaying a fable right now, laying the groundwork because they've, they've got to change the narrative, right? Because they're losing, they know that they've lost control. And <laughs> the moat is drying up between them their, their ivory towers and us that's at the bottom rolling around in the muck of what became a very influential paper called the proximal origins of SARS-CoV-2 which was published in Nature Medicine in March 2020 said this is absolutely a natural spillover and by the way, it was that paper that I read that said, yeah, look, the scientists say it's a natural spillover. Uh, it didn't come out. Believe the science, plebs. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I, I love watching this implode in this manner. As a, for, as a scientist, it's, it's, I don't know. It's like the, uh, it's like how, uh, I don't know, lawyers get off when they, when they see changes made to uh, significant laws, etc. But just see, just seeing this. Yeah, there's a, you, you see the discoveries all the time and you know, in that old system. But watching watching this implosion of this rotten scientism for me is so sweet. <laughs> Ultimately, it's, it's like the it's like having a seat at the uh, what's that uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the restaurant at the end of the universe. <laughs> Just watching it all. Poof. <laughs> Where the cow will come and offer himself to you. Oh, I want to be carved up, sir. I recommend.
I recommend my haunches. They're particularly juicy. <laughs> Brings up Origins paper, but not Pradnan. Yep. I say, this is still narrative control, folks. Out of, out of a lab. But it was concocted. So the narrative was concocted within hours, basically, of a first phone call, which held exactly the opposite view. So that's the behavioral side. And then the third part is the real research agenda. So one is the strange behavior of the scientists around Fauci. The second is the concoction of a narrative. And the third is what was going on in science in the years leading up to this pandemic. And what we know is that there was a lot of focus on manipululating SARS coves or Sarbico viruses and looking at whether they had furin cleavage sites or proteolytic cleavage sites and doing experiments to insert all true. cleavage sites. All true, all true. Gain of function research, which we hear so much about. That was not a small program. That was a no. quite extensive program. And it was a program. And here we're starting to get to it. <laughs> we're starting to get to it. I want to tell you. I need to tell you, oh, it was an extensive program, all right. And I say it points all the way back. What's uh, what is that? Silence of the Lambs run all the way back to the FBI, but in this case, the DOD. <laughs> Look, everyone's fucking guilty. Don't. It's not just it's not just the U.S. It's just that we can we can hold the U.S. culpable to some degree. Right now, maybe maybe we can set an example. Maybe we can set an example, and then we can go round with the with that moral authority of saying, "Well, we've cleaned house. We're going to go and uh, we're going to go look at the uh, other countries around who do have the uh, scientific and industrial chops to make this kind of thing. Make sure you're not. Make sure that you're signed on to all these treaties. You know who I'm talking about. And yes, guilty. I wish my guilty button would work. In which American, really ingenious though a bit terrifying science uh, with uh, a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of ingenuity was stitching together chimeric viruses that is taking different parts to make a new virus or consensus viruses building viruses by their genetic code uh, basically uh, kind of as an average of known viruses and inserting uh, genes into existing viruses to change their or to test their so-called spillover potential and, and there he's just told you the whole programs and that's the cover that they've used to continue this research and they're, they're literally going to give you the whole the whole of the uh enchilada as it were my narrative has a name right <laughs> That research program is just, NIH has done everything to keep it hidden from view. And we should thank groups like US Right to Know and The Intercept. Oh, there's a whole bunch of other people. But yeah, I, look, um, US Right to Know has been pivotal in, in this. 
and I, I don't I don't think they get the credit that they should get. They're the ones putting out uh, the foyers, but um, so there's uh, there's been a whole bunch of us fighting this insurgency, one way or another. Which have done fantastic work to let us see what that's all about. And uh, as, as you know, Bobby, the, uh, the shocker of all is a particular proposal uh, called the Diffuse proposal that was made by this uh, partnership of EcoHealth Alliance, that's Dashix Group, uh, University of North Carolina in the lab led by Ralph Barrick and the Wuhan Institute of Virology. So the three. Uh, shout out to Charles Rixey and uh, the man, the brave man, I forgot his name, but he, he literally got that paperwork out. Well, it's literally just sitting on a server as uh, all the intelligence. <laughs> when, you, when you know the details, this is, this is, oh, stunningly frustrating. Three uh, groups to take previously unreported strains of Sarbico viruses. And the grant proposal says that they have, this team has more than 180 previously unreported strains and to test them for their spillover potential. And what makes one's hair stand on end, at least mine, uh, is that on the next page after saying, we've got this whole portfolio of previously unreported viruses, it says we're going to examine these viruses for whether they have a proteolytic cleavage site. And where there is a mismatch, we're going to insert one. Well, at that point, <laughs> the, the red blaring lights should go on because that's basically what SARS-CoV-2 is. So if you needed a cookbook, opened up to say, how do you make SARS-CoV-2? The Diffuse grant actually does that. And so what is the answer? Oh, well, they didn't fund that, as if that's an answer. What we know is there was a recipe, there was a desire, there was a large scientific program, there was a technical capability, and one day, there was a furin cleavage site that has never been seen before in a Sarbico virus. And that's where we are today. He's right. He's right. Now, again, you know, take, uh, take the uh, low-hanging fruit where you can get it, I guess, and be, uh, be happy that he's relaying to you what they knew. They knew this two and a half years ago. Knew it. All of it. Jimmy, good to see you, bro. Um... And everything from NIH is don't look in that direction. Look over here. Uh, look at the market. Well, we don't find any animals there. We couldn't find any infected animals. We don't have any idea how a furin cleavage site could have come in. Oh, there were two spillovers to make the timing work right. But don't look over here, which is a rather straightforward, parsimonious explanation that there was a large research program backed by Fauci, by the National Institutes of Allergies and Infectious Disease, NIAID, part of NIH, that planned, that hoped 
to insert furin cleavage sites into SARS coves and to test for their spillover potential. That's, to my mind, amazing. One of the, the problems, you, you mentioned that February 1st. Is it working now? Can I, can I make you do it? Come on. <laughs> Just stupid thing. Got to manually, manually trigger it. God damn it. But guilty. <laughs> do it again. Do it again. Uh, guilty. Guilty. Meeting that teleconference that they had with Fauci and Farrar and him and uh, Porky Pig Stuart Neal, his licks bill. We'll start with them. A couple of the other virologists, and they the problem they had was that, as you said, the coronavirus, the COVID-19 virus was the same as existing viruses that they had. The only, in fact, it was 96.2% identical to a uh, another virus that they had from China. And the entire difference, the entire 3.8% difference was accounted by that fur and cleave site and the and the spike protein, and you could, as you say, that feature did not exist in previous coronaviruses of this of this family. And you, but it did exist elsewhere. It existed. Have in- I seen this updated Twitter pic? No, I haven't. It's just a pig <laughs> in the trough. Some MERS viruses, etc., other types of coronavirus. You could theoretically evolve that feature through mutations. However, 100% of the mutations in coronavirus are on that cleave site, are on that spike protein. And if it was the product of natural evolution, you would see an equal number of mutations throughout the entire virus. Oh, it makes it almost conclusive that all the mutations are just on that. He's the one that invented that technology. He's the one that this Ralph Barrett glitched there for some reason. Take the spike protein, either create it from scratch or take it off an existing infectious virus and put it into a non-infectious virus. He then taught that to Xi Zheng Li, the bad lady from Wuhan, and her boss, Lin Fa Wang. And they were doing it back and forth since 2013, and they were describing it very openly. So not only that, but Barrick taught her something even more sinister because there's no conceivable good purpose to it, which is a technique called seamless legation, which is a way of then hiding the human engineering of that virus. Now, there is no reason to do that unless you want to create mischief. I mean, it's the inverse. Yes. Yes. Which is which is why that we fall along the uh, darker end of the spectrum here. Of what you'd want to do 
if you were actually interested in public health, you'd want to you'd want to put red flags all over the human insertions. But here they were they were they were weaponizing a virus, and then they weaponizing. Yes, this is this is the vernacular I want to hear. Let's get to it. Were figuring out where they had devised a way to hide the tampering that had weaponized it. There's another thing that uh, really I, I know I know you know, but and again, it was one of the things I did not know and should have known, uh, and, and that is that uh, part of uh, Fauci's responsibility is biodefense. So uh -huh. here it comes. Here it comes, and this is this is why I think that you're going to see that all the blame will be tipped onto Fauci, and oh God, we had these programs; it was all, all his fault, and 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 they will. <laughs> this is, like I said, the fact they're having to lay out this narrative right now. It's not just throwing Dayzak under the bus, but it's literally pointing at the Ditra Dub <laughs> networks. <laughs> Let's be grabbing them. What a scrape! after 9-11 they want to give us a false win so we don't do the monkey studies yes 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 but we will do those monkey studies and like i say once we once we demonstrate amyloidogenesis which i'm i'm pretty certain we will <laughs> if i was a betting man which i'm not but um Ralph didn't kill himself yet <laughs> Is this for Sack's upcoming book promo? I wouldn't rule it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These these people are incorrigible. Don't don't. I think he's not thinking that. Evan, uh, DOD Defense Department moved in its bio defense, whatever that entails, <laughs> whatever bioweaponry or whatever. Oh, whatever that entails. What could that be? Oh, yeah. How about how about bringing up all the all the legislature around incapacitating agents and all that wiggle room it gave them? Yeah, bringing that up. How how they've how they've literally spoofed and gaslit the public about their moral certitude and how they were going about their research programs. Or <laughs> else it entails, but the biodefense into NIAID. So a lot of this work is around the biodefense, highly classified environment. And of course, that means that the transparency, the understanding of what is going on here is so much less indeed. Like we've been saying, shout out to Mark, who's tonight live in the chat as well. He was onto this right from the beginning. And like I said, God, please keep Mark safe. Please keep Mark safe so that when we get these bastards into courtrooms, right, we, we go through the history of it. I don't care if this case takes years. We, we, we will have that day. Like I say, uh, the people who have been harmed, every, everyone, everyone should be getting uh, some support. There, there's your UBI. But, but contract free. It's there. In your bank if you want it no qr codes no nothing just uh, just regular regular payment systems like we've always had if you want it you can you can go use it if not you can donate it to charity how about something like that and take take from the endowments and the foundations and the all the all the well, money's money doesn't mean anything at that stage 
it's just manpower and resources and you you take the abstract of that and then you start giving it out so people so people who have been harmed and everyone has been harmed in this instance gets put together gets put back together somehow you make sure this doesn't happen again and and the the books are written that are historically accurate that will be relayed and taught to generation after generation that this is you don't do this <laughs> the, the consequences are existentially dangerous so so dangerous in fact you've got mere culpers right now from you know the executive levels and again i think it's a lot of cover your ass and oh god uh, fauci's gone now blame fauci blame fauci don't think of the uh the infrastructure there as essentially a, a, a corpse an entity as a zombie going around doing its thing causing all manner of chaos than uh, it might otherwise have been and i was rather shocked because i i went back again i was Barbara says, any speculation as to why the genocidal globalist cabal wheeled out sacks to do this pseudo mea culpa faux whistleblowing shtick right now? What is the significance of this move now? Because they've been caught out. They, they don't have any other options. So this is the play. I can assure you. And Barbara, I would just, you know, watch the stream from the beginning. If you want to see what I think. And But it, they've run out of options. And so now this is the play. And they hope that people will fixate on that Furing Cleavage site. How is all that? They won't look any further. They won't look any further, and they'll—I don't know. Maybe I haven't watched all this yet, so I don't know what's coming. I got to the bit about DOD, and I was like, "Oh well, wow, this, uh, this this worth dreaming about." Uh, it's a defense threat reduction agency, the same agency Malone was working for when he spooled up his Corona team in late 2019. Hashtag script change. Yep. Very friendly with Fauci. Uh, more than 20 years ago, I headed a commission for the World Health Organization in 2000, 2001, pressing to get antiretroviral drugs to poor Africans who were dying of uh, HIV AIDS. And Fauci was very helpful on that. And I helped to conceive of the Global Fund to Fight AIDS, TB, and Malaria. Uh, and I worked with him. <laughs> These bastards. <laughs> oh, we're just uh, for the good of humanity, for the common good. On that. And so we we had a friendly relationship. I had no idea that biodefense was under his authority until... Uh... I don't believe this. Sorry. Sorry, Jeffrey. When we're talking about, you know, you made a big deal about conflicts of interest. What about this one? What about this one, Jezza? Hmm? Uh, I'd say don't take these people for being stupid. Cunning. They, they, they will lie through their teeth. And lie to the point that they believe it themselves. I started to hear all these doubts and i said to a scientist i don't get it why would fauci be so insistent on 
whatever the particular issue was. Is it is it because of his determination to make a vaccine? He said, Jeff, it's because of his biodefense portfolio. Uh, and so there's a part of this that we, you know, are having a very hard time. Well, having a very hard time just getting the narrative under control. We, we fucked up. We dropped the ball. And the stakeholders are worried, <laughs> worried right now. That they aren't that their their access to stake might be uh, somewhat limited. <laughs> their, their massage enthusiasm might be curtailed a little bit. It's the plebs. What the fuck have you done? What have you done? Uh, Mark says. Sonic Live, of course. I believe Jeff Sachs works, worked with David Hamburg on nuclear weapon decommissioning of Russia in the 1990s. Yeah, they, they were all part of this going in a, a, and essentially the rapist of Russia. They 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 were all all feeding at the trough. Took their money, then their nukes. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. hearing about and knowing about it's notable that barrack wrote about even <laughs> billionaire barrack under the bus nice the potential uh bio warfare with sars coves already back uh more than 15 years ago so when the first sars came out uh Barrett wrote a paper oh, words about bioweaponry and warfare he said one of the viruses that could be uh, uh useful okay, would be a uh, sars cope this is great this is great okay i mentioned it so long i'm coming there it is folks he's telling you he's telling you what they've been up to in your face and they're, they're hoping that, yeah, again, it's sort of a limited burn, right? We're, we're a little goer, hooping and a hollering that we got the truth out into the public domain. And, well, most people will be oblivious to this. Uh... Well, is that what's going on? Is that is that the agenda? I don't know. That's I'm not making those claims. But what I am saying is that we're not seeing the story and NIA. What can I do to help make this your most viewed video ever? Just get just keep sharing it, man. Eventually people will get what's going on. You are, you are at war. The pin got pulled. It's up to you. The air raid sirens are going. Get to cover. Get to cover. They're, they're, they're telling you. They're telling you in your face. is not telling us the story and the extent of that research well, um rabbit what he's saying is is that this american technology got into chinese hands and has got out of control and america tried to cover up china's oopsie you're right goes back all the way to sars one because it wasn't so soon after the first sars outbreak that a, a very clever scientist put in the FCS into SARS-CoV-1 and said, whoa, that increased the effectiveness a lot. Oh. And then in 2009, they did it again. And then Barrick, uh, as you say, created this so-called reverse genetic system, which made it uh, 
possible to manipulate these viruses. Uh, and as you say, the seamless ligation, he calls it the no seam method. It's, uh, you know, the artist that doesn't sign his name to uh, the, the painting. Uh, this, uh, the virologist that doesn't put his signature into the virus to let us know whether or not it is produced naturally or emerging naturally or whether it is uh, produced in, in a laboratory. All of it says, my God, there was really a big, very risky research agenda underway. And what's amazing to me, again, I'm sorry to say it because amazing sounds so naive in this context, but you know, that's how I came to it. I found it amazing each step. If you look at the small origins paper, which was the first published narrative published in March uh, 2020. Man, he's, he's giving them all up. And again, this, this, this is telling you how bad they see their position. If they thought they could get away with natural spillover, you wouldn't be seeing Jeffrey right now. You wouldn't be seeing Robert Malone. Uh, yeah. Rats leaving a sinking ship, maybe. But it's it's actually like I say, this is the culmination of of many many people's work that we've we've all honed in on over the last two and a half years, and here it is, it's coming to you from the top. But the thing is, the buck doesn't stop with him. He's just he's just part of the corporate pantomime as they go around trying to come up with some uh, some response. But who's responsible for this? Who's who's gonna who's gonna be left holding the <laughs> rainbow turd at the end <laughs> maybe there's a little signature qr code oh he says they can do that um they can sign it so they, they he, he's on record as saying that they can do that they, they would put signatures in that they would know uh, set the narrative that this is natural it's ludicrous because when it comes to the question could this have come out of a lab it's almost unbelievable what is said. It says, How <laughs> says will Sachs come out and say he took money from Epstein? <laughs> oh, touche, bro. <laughs> maybe, maybe they're like this. Oh shit! <laughs> We've burned through our Epstein networks. We need, we need the B team. No, it. It was not out of a lab because the virus we see was not previously reported. And then there's a footnote number 20, which people can look up because all of and again, it's like he's telling a story that all this an animated stuff to it. And this is not this is narrative. This is spin. This can be found online. And footnote 20. Bobby said is to a 2014 article, 2014, that they're using to disprove a lab outbreak in late 2019. And that got published and was, by uh, what I've heard, the most cited biomedical article of the year 2020. And frankly, it's garbage because. <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay, my button works.
On the crucial question, a real scientist would say, gee, we don't know what's going on here. Could it have been from a lab? Yeah, it's absolutely possible. Here's how it would have done. But but I, the author, or we, the group of authors. And uh, look, this is it. This is a critical point. The thing is, the fact that they didn't do this. Oh, hang on. I've got, I've got to go deal with the kids. Uh, quick commercial break, folks. Uh, just bear with me.
apologise. Need to uh, restore some order on deck. Roll one and push Ah. Uh, all right, where were we? Thank you, Peppy. Uh, right. Uh, he smiles a lot for being part of the team that released the virus that killed millions of people. Yeah, <laughs> sure. You think? You think? Uh, I want to say thank you to, uh, let's see, someone in maybe New York, Philly, uh, for tip much much appreciated uh let's see another one uh what's this one geolocate um ba, 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 ba. Well, give me the uh difficult to say west coast uh maybe washington maybe but uh thank you uh much much appreciated so two donos there thank you for supporting the stream um it's it's only because of those little bits of support <laughs> able to hold these bastards feet to the fire this whole screen makes me sad <laughs> so many have done this for us yeah well authors don't know because we're not privy to the information of what was actually going on in the labs that would have been a scientific statement but instead there is a narrative a willful misdirection because no serious scientist could say nope it's not out of a amazing amazing the pivot right and that they, they expect you to just swallow it <laughs> yeah pleb eat on this pull down my keck take a shit in your mouth yeah you got us still gonna shit on you Max and Lederberg leading a proposal to get rid of DDT ban in 1999 to save lives from malaria, even though they both also want depopulation. Um, again, you know, this is all this stuff is going to have to get sorted out right now. Right now, we've got the we've got the got the hooks in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, choke those bastards right now. <laughs> the lab, because I cite a 2014 paper, it's almost a joke. Maybe it was a joke to them. Let's see what we can get away with. But <laughs> it's letting it all out now. <laughs> they made a narrative out of whole cloth or whole viruses or something to tell us don't look in that direction. And when you don't look in that direction, and this is what I've been saying for a long, long time, they didn't want you looking DOD. Biowarfare, this is what it was all about. It's why they went so hard. It's the only thing that could push systems to such an extreme level. Come military written all over it. But it's that it's that where military meets the science. It's the military industrial science complex. Go to look back at that article. It's absurd even on its face you don't have to be a virologist to look and say I know. it was such a it was a turd of a paper man that's ridiculous and then there's a new uh, next article in 2021 in cell which oh. is another very esteemed journal it's another game because in 2021 even after the revelations 
of these dangerous experiments. This one says, well, this virus is not like the three or so reported viruses that were under research at WIV. And then they have the audacity to say in that cell article in 2021, and it would be illogical to use an untested virus. They actually say that as if grown-ups are going to read this and say, oh, well, that puts any... <laughs> this, is a, this is great. Oh, wow. So suddenly we're adults now. We're adults that we can... We can have an ad hoc conversation about the science, you mean? Oh, thank you, Jezza. Thanks for permission here. Thank you, narrative controllers. Concerned arrest. And what's funny about, I mean, it's not funny. All of this is deadly serious. Almost 18 million people dead from this pandemic, according to solid estimates. What's amazing about this is that uh, we know that they should have uh, been curious about all of this and never showed one moment of curiosity. And the specific point I... I got paid off with juicy grants. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep the old system rolling along. You just, uh, you just lie. It's for the greater good. Just keep it... <laughs> Keep the engine ticking over. You'll be all right. They, they are so fucked. They are so fucked. I'm telling you. Because <laughs> this will eventually, eventually the carnage will just bleed through. Pe people will. I don't know. It might take ten years. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're they're that desperate. When 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 you've committed this size of crime, anything can happen. Say. <laughs> They'll starve you, because if you're thinking about your stomach, you're not thinking about them. Age-old tactic that they love. I lost my train of thought for a moment. Was that Barrick actually said? He explained the opposite of what was claimed in Cell, where the Cell article said, "Why would you use something new?" And Barrick, in a fascinating interview, by the way, in 2015, explains, oh, if you want a really powerful vaccine or drug, you need something that's really broad-based. So you have to hit it with every virus you can find. He he's making technical mistakes here. And again, this is part of the spiel that he's been practicing in his head. It means drugs or virus. Explains precisely the opposite of what is said in cell as the. Oh, as he's talking about the library. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course, you want all these different backbones. <laughs> that that whole spiel that they've given people. Well, it's not. It's not a recognised backbone. We wouldn't use it. <laughs> what a fop? As supposedly. The reason why it's not a lab release, Barrick says, no, I want to have every virus that I can get my hands on to test my drugs and my vaccines against because we know that nature is going to mix up all of this stuff. So we have to get something that is 
quite general in its efficacy, not specific to one particular strain. Uh -huh. So Barrick was especially interested in that whole library approach. Let's look at a whole big range of viruses. He was also absolutely keen on the furin cleavage site because, oh, that's what makes this really dangerous. So stick it in there and then we'll see whether my drug works or my vaccine works because he's trying to make antigens. Again, this is the medical countermeasures. This is the whole raison d'etre for them doing these programs. So they say. So they say. Or biodefense or uh, whatever it is that he's actually trying to do. So he wants the FCS, the furin cleavage site, in there to be able to see whether his drugs work. And there's another fascinating editorial by Barrick, I think in 2017 or 2018, written as an editor. Of course, they tried to put out that science paper and they uh, inducted Bola Chan into the, uh, into the hallowed, hallowed halls. Again, there's been, there's been so much collusion, so much narrative control, so, so much lies. So much lies. All, all to say, all to stop you. Saying, what, what are these programs? The military's doing what? They farmed it out to the public, put it offshore. What? Editorial in uh, a biomedical journal. <laughs> and Bobby, in that editorial by Barrick, he says, why are they doing all of this? Uh, uh, why are they doing all of this control over? Our yeah, the play acting is is not a good look. And I don't know which uh, public relations firm that they took that told them that that would be a good idea. Doesn't come off well. Doesn't come off well at all. Our research. What is Sachs' title again? <laughs> he's head of, uh, well, he's at Columbia University and he, some sustainable foundation, green foundation that's all, all, look, it's all globalist WEF ideology. Where, where is he? Uh, he's currently director at Earth Institute, Columbia University, special advisor to UNSG, member of American Academy of Arts and Science, Brookings Panel for Economists, uh, yada, yada, yada. But, um, He's, he is uh, balls deep into this. And he's, this is damage control, folks. This is damage control. And literally, they're having to let slip the military component of it. They fought, they fought the, the Ridley, the Ridley Ebola Chan move would settle the chattering classes. Yeah, tell them this that kind of research, but oh god, it's got nothing to do with uh, defense research. Nothing at all. Don't you look over there. What? What's the matter with you? Don't go over there. That, that dark corner that stinks. <laughs> what are you doing? No. It's all for legit science research. Again, another fucking fop. <laughs> Just taking the piss. Literally taking the piss out of you. Slapping you around the face. UNC invested a lot of money uh, in my BSL-3 facility and all this red tape. Don't they understand how essential this work is for drug development? And then he touts the fact that he's working with Gilead on remdesivir. <laughs> so, so we, you know, we need to know. We need to test it. We need Fuck to it all coming out. They know they rumbled. Of all of this. So 
there's a lot of fascinating stuff to learn uh, that we a lot of fascinating stuff what he should be fucking boiling with rage right now I am I am they did all this what it's just fascinating just uh, what an interesting oddity we'll mark that down again sort of sort of playing it down sort of you know trying to diffuse the situation Poor AI machine must think bulb is some sort of what? What's going on here? <laughs> Bonus points, crack fiend. <laughs> what? WTYL does that. Uh, Thanks for raiding, Blick. Simon Phoenix. Why, sir? Why does it do that? Start. I was that before. We have not even begun to have a serious look at in this country because we've been told very simply look the other way thank oh, you God very much damn, please don't look at that gaping stinking black hole of defense research and all those no virus twats you have become the useful idiots for these cunts you literally have you fucking retards <laughs> god damn it you provide the wiggle room for greasy shits like this to escape. Trying to get in front of what they know is coming. Yes! They know what's coming for them. They know. They are fucked. And if I go down, there's plenty more behind me that can pick up the pieces because I've put enough out there. Mark seeds that database. They can't. They can't rub it out. They can't digitally suppress it. They can. They can try and put us in digital gulags. They can keep doing that. That's what they've been doing. That's what they've done to me. That's what they've done to many other people. Direct attacks against my ability to um, sustain myself. That's that's how vicious they are. It's very premeditated. And, and banal, right? The evil is banal. Oh, it's just a, 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 a press on the keyboard. <laughs> we just, we're going to allow them to keep doing that? Because if they shut people like me up, they shut people like Jonathan or Mark or Charles or all the other people that have devoted thousands of hours over the last two and a half years, who have come forward to tell you from the inside of the sausage machine what these fucks are pouring into the mincer. That's not pork you're eating. Yeah, and you know, one of the things you didn't mention was that Barrick also developed a, 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 human, a humanized Maya mouse with that he bred to have the ACE2 receptors in their lungs to test not only whether you could give them the disease, but then induce them to cough and sneeze and pass it uh, through respiratory vectors to other animals in the colony. And he took those mice and he shared them with Xing Zheng Li so that she had her own colony to do these terrible experiments on, which, you know, of course, there's no evidence that any of these experiments have ever done anything to develop a vaccine or avoid the pandemic. I want to 
no, 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 I don't agree with that statement. I think it's been integral to the push for these gene transfection technologies. They were they were betting the house on it. Now now they're hoping to get their deposit back. Come. <laughs> Fuck them. And all the collaborators that have gone in and tried to say, oh, God, I was just trying my best. God, that was nothing, nothing to do with me. Look, I'm, I'm trying to tell you the truth right now. Don't trust any of these slimy shits. Uh, and, uh, oh, Bobby there might just blown any credibility he has with me. It's led, it's led directly to gene, mass rollout of gene transfection. Synthetic peptides are highly toxic. Uh, Mark says, Jeff Sachs will be okay. I don't think he engineered this. He is serving as a consultant to prevent things from getting worse. Yes, yes, I agree. But in, in this instance, we've got we've to make sure that everyone is held accountable. If you've been part of the... He said he was on the other side. Now, of course, you know, we want to welcome... <laughs> we want whistleblowers, right? But it's been two and a half years right now. And if they haven't come forward, <laughs> you'll fucking nick me, old matey. Just fill in some of the history, which I'm sure you know about. So our listeners will know. We had a huge bioweapons program in this country until 1969 and richard nixon wait a second let's just uh let's call our resident expert here um beep, let's do this uh, <laughs> what a fucking retard <laughs> uh porky pig neil stewart's new profile pic for uh his uh his twitter um spooked and uh scared uh Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, you're fucked. Uh, let's do this. Let's uh, let's give Nicholas a ring. Are you there, Nicholas? Um. Do this. Go up. Pick up the phone. Go on. Maybe it's gone to bed. Um. Anyway, I was going to have uh, Senek come on and uh, just fill in some of the uh, pieces here. And did something extraordinary, which he needs to get a lot of historical credit for. <laughs> we know this story, and I'm not buying this spin off it. Okay. And again, this is what makes me think that this is damage control. Which is, he stood up and said, we're getting rid of all of our biological weapons. He didn't believe in them, and he uh, and he thought they actually put us at a disadvantage because America had nuclear weapons, and biological weapons could be made so cheaply, uh, and they had nuclear, nuclear efficacy. So they, they were kind of a poor man's nuke 
And so he wanted to end the program and they got rid of the stocks, except the CIA secretly retained stocks and continued. Oh, just the CIA. <laughs> Blame the CIA. No. <laughs> the other institutes. That's just going to the core the DOD. What about, about all those institutes? Pete Trick. Rocky Mountain Labs. What about those? Los Alamos. Uh, Sunbeaming said Jeff is deeply affiliated with public private partnership that wants an eternal grip on the human spirit. Uh, that I can get behind. Sax is protecting yourself. This wasn't how it was supposed to go. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of that. Uh, Barracks love it. It's all coming out now. What the heck happened? Didn't yep. illegally do these, but he so we signed the, uh, the bioweapons treaty at that point. Nothing stopped. Nothing stopped. It all went into recombinant, recombinant DNA, <laughs> vaccine programs. Very likely, let's say that it's probably there's a high likelihood that HIV emerged from those programs. They were they were running a mock. Then we had the anthrax attacks in 2001. One week after, there's a there's a big big piece of history missing there. We know this. <laughs> Again, this is this will sort of filter down, and it's like it's like again, it's like those machines that shove a penny. <laughs> you can do it. Give me that. Give me that cascade. But you just get blip blip. You just get one or two. Nine eleven, and the anthrax, as it turns out, came from Fort Detrick, which was a CIA. <laughs> You know, all right. Uh, uh, wait, Mark. Let's just let's get some uh, historical. <laughs> Call him Mark right now. Let's uh, let's find out about Merithrax, what that means, and uh, who the people involved. Uh, Lederberg. Lederberg was uh, deep in that. Lederberg and Sachs had a relationship. Uh, come on, Mark. You are son. Pick it up. Pick it up, son. Come on. Tell us. We don't want to know. We want to know about Amerifrax. Lederberg. Let's hear it. There's too much jiggling and jaggling. I can't get back. We've all gone to bed. Ah, historical moment. Military facility. <laughs> let me just let me just bring up what Mark sent me as a DM. Joshua Lederberg and Jeffrey Sachs. Uh Campaigning war against DDT. I don't know. Whatever. They knew each other. They've known each other for a fucking long time. And, uh, um, you know, just, uh, you can, you can try and say anti Semite if you like. Um, but, but, you know, just, uh, looking at the, uh, the names there, I think, I think you could say that there's some connection that we should be looking at. We should be looking at very, very intensely if we're going to purge ourselves of these fucking parasites. That's hashtag not all. Hashtag not all. But there's a lot of them right there in your face. Go watch Mark's streams. Find out who Lederberg was. Again, find out about the paper clips. Find out how far back these programs go. 
and, and, and the simple fact is, there's new people watching, there's a whole bunch of Jewish people right now being fucked over by these people. So I hear a microphone uh, rumbling. Start, uh... Yeah. Yo, Mark, sir, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Did I did I wake you? <laughs> oh, you're you're listening in. All right. Yeah. Let me just... Lay it on uh, us, dude. Amerifrax. Go from there. Ladyberg. Then that's a a stupid name. Yeah. At some point, the entire use of anthrax, the how anthrax was uh, sent to several people. Uh, after September 11th, 2001, the, or there's a couple of instances where letters were sent and they wound up uh, making some people sick in some post offices, some post office workers. There was a tabloid that was targeted. Uh, and ultimately, the, uh, I think it was the, the, the uh, House, the United States Congress majority leader and the minority leader. I got that correct. It was Senator Leahy, Vermont, and Dashiell of was he North Dakota or South Dakota? I forget. Uh, Anyways, that was anthrax. Um, there was anthrax letters, and I think a total of five or seven people died, and there were some pretty, you know, there were a few serious injuries. It, but <laughs> you know. <sighs> People that people die every day, you know, it's it's you can't turn the world upside down because of because of that. But that a whole event was called a Marathrax. Um, what would be useful this to for this story? What what? Well, I, 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 I think, again, reiterating who Joshua Lederberg is, um, his role, because they were they were talking about the. Um, Nixon and Kissinger making the move oh. to um, wind down America's uh, biowarfare programs. Kissinger was our primary, the primary United States signatory on the United States Biological Weapons Convention or Biological Weapons Control. Uh, it was an international convention, uh, but the United States signing that in 1970. 1969, 1970. 69, I think. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Nixon had also, uh, you know, publicly stated in, in fall of 1969 that uh, he wanted the United States to no longer be investing uh, in uh, development of nuclear, excuse me, of biological weapons. Excuse me. Now, of course, <laughs> the Pentagon had a, one of their top, uh, strategists uh, or the people running their, their research and development department in July of 1969 put in a request for $10 million, which was more then than it is now, uh, for the Pentagon to develop cancer-causing viruses, in particular slow cancers, uh, or at least to, to research that effort. Um, that was Dr. Donald MacArthur, and I believe that was approved. Now, $10 million, of course, it's kind of a drop in the bucket. Uh, it's just noteworthy that wound up on the congressional testimony. Now, Joshua Lederberg, who passed in 2007 or 2008, he 
uh, was one of the youngest Nobel Prize winners uh, in history. I think he was in his early 30s when he won it uh, for work that he did on conjugation, on the study of uh, bacterial phages and how they were involved in the transfer of genetic information between single-cell bacteria. Um, hence, bacteria weren't simply dividing over and over and over again endlessly, mm -hmm. that there was some concept of genetic transfer or sex between uh, bacteria. And he did that work in the United States in, I think it was the 1940s, 1947, 1948. The prize came in the early 50s. But he very quickly got lots of recognition. Uh, he built a genetics department at the University of Wisconsin. So, I, 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 sorry to interrupt, but I, I just want to ask a question at this point. So, that, that oh, time sure. period, 1947, you know, that is peak paperclip. Um, how much do you think oh, yeah. came from German and Japanese research and those programs into that was amalgamated into U.S. programs? And what he he just was the man in the right place at the right time to um yeah his uh his dad was a very high ranking rabbi in uh in in jersey and dc ah. uh, i don't really understand the details of it uh but there's a picture of him uh, oh it, have you seen the movie the shining yes yeah okay uh, can, uh okay i got a send this to you then you would understand this reference here if you don't mind playing this sure. i think you'll uh you'll find this to be uh uh enjoyable and maybe you saw it when i first posted it dude but... I, I i'm 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 about like a week there behind you in your streams i have to watch them oh, no, no, a few times over <laughs> okay so yeah I, I remember this one so, uh... Hello? Yeah, I'm here, man, but I'm, I'm watching. Can you hear it? Let me just... Can you hear that? No, that's okay. I know exactly. I made it, so... Anna, <laughs> it's brilliant. Oh, well, we lost. What did we, what did we give away, bro? So, the uh, the paperclip program, yes, the many scientists and engineers came to the United States, yes. Uh, just, actually, some came during the war. They weren't really technically paperclip. Yeah, let me, let me pull, because we've got the picture, we've got the picture full size here. Um, yeah. So he was right in the middle of the, uh, the Zionist uh, uh, Congress then. And uh, is, is that what this more... is a picture of? Uh, yeah, it was the annual Zionist uh, 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 congressional event, Washington D.C. Oh man! Yeah, I mean, and that's a complex. You know, it's. I've been digging more and more into this lately. It is a. I mean the. Uh, the uh, the push for. It is. It's an overloaded subject. Okay, you have because you have. It's. It's not like it's just one type of 
Jewish person. No, you know, most Jews just don't really give a darn one way or the other. To yeah, be honest and, and with I, you, I, we should just add at this point. Look, most of them are just living paycheck to paycheck as well. They're getting screwed over. Most of them do, but then you had a a movement of of people who seriously wanted the homeland, mm. and then you had a, a another movement which was really saw that as an opportunity for. Uh, for 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 political and power opportunity to leverage that, uh, and then there's so many levels of subversion. Okay, there's so many. I mean, I've been studying this breakup and the uh, this fraction, this factions of the, the Zionist leagues in the United States in 1918 and 1920, and it's it's pretty wild stuff, man. Um, uh, but uh, it's it's you just have to understand that there's always, and if you've ever been in a big company. Uh, you understand how politics work. Uh, it's never just you know one person. People are always vying for power at all different levels. Mm. Uh, it's just the way the world is. It's just the way the world is. So uh, the but but regarding the paperclip question, uh, I don't have a lot of examples of this, but one of the most important people in the in the history. Of biological weapon research and development, Dr. Eric Traub, who I believe was born in Germany, uh, came to the United States in 1927 or 28 at the request of the of the Rockefeller Institute. Uh, they saw him as again. This is the story. A ca very capable bacteriologist and multilingual, which was a very popular, you know, useful thing. Been a big deal. Look, this is this is more antibiotics, he, folks. He came to the United States, and he worked uh, directly for a doctor, uh, a doctor Richard uh, Shoup. Uh, it's spelled S H O P E. And he was a colonel in the U.S. military. He was one of the top people at the, at the Rockefeller. And he's also the doctor, I mean the, you know, underline, who, you know, made the determination that the Spanish flu was a virus and not a bacteria. Um, he also would have worked directly with... Uh, you know, how, well, well, but how was that determination made back then? Just in oh, it's because... Because... Uh, because they, uh, again, they would take, they noticed that sometimes the pigs that came into the fair, sometimes that they were sick in Kansas, where they had the breakout, and then they would, uh, you know, sometimes the, the pigs were close to chickens, and, and then they, they tried all of the, this whole matrix of, you know, extracting fluids from one animal that had symptoms of being sick and injecting the other one. And long story short, eventually they realized it must be one of these uh, viruses um, that they couldn't actually see on the microscope. <laughs> right. Right, and that but was uh, was getting through their yeah. filters at the time. They didn't have that. The ability to filter was somewhat yeah. limited. And and Shope's son, I I, I think Roger Shope's son was Robert Shope, or Robert Shope's son was Roger Shope. Either way, uh, Shope's son uh, was the first president of the One Health Initiative. Also, oh no shit. <laughs> oh, Anyways, so after being in the United States for ten years. 
working with at the Rockefeller Institute, somehow, you know, you know, you know, Germany's going crazy. They say, you know what? Why don't you go home, Dr. Eric Traub, and just help out the motherland? <laughs> he goes to fatherland, Germany. sir. Fatherland. What the fatherland? The, the, the he, he he runs Incel Rames. Right. He right. he reports directly to Mengele. Mm. And then and then after the World War II, he gets lost somewhere in Russia. They find him and he comes back to the U.S. and is one of the founders of Plum Island. So it's like you know, it's not much of a paperclip when the paperclip was here. Mm. And I wonder. And I have a few other names, but I I I I, I don't I don't say them very often because I uh, just don't have a hard enough evidence yet. But the, but what I think is that it's possible uh, that there were some people within the United States and maybe some other countries too, maybe Canada, who saw a captive population in Germany as a great opportunity for medical testing. So why not we take some of our people who are willing to do some research and send them over there? You know, they could put on the skull and the little swatch to gun. Uh, and then years later, they'll come back. We can harvest that data. It's like it's it's a complete reversal of the oh it only there are only evil German all all bad scientists were Germans, mm. and they just woke up one day and said, wouldn't it be awesome if we just tortured Jewish people endlessly, and then uh, and then we found them and brought them back to the United States. It's such a stupid Hollywood narrative, and while that was some. I suspect that there were actually people from around the world like, hey, man, this we got two years of, of people locked up. Mm. We can, we can, we can, this is money. <laughs> this, I mean, this is seriously psychological. This is, this is stuff is nuts. Yeah, but I don't doubt that some people can think like this. Uh, right now, some people may say, oh, you know, it's for the greater good. If I don't do it, someone else is going to do it. Who knows? But uh, well, yeah, I'll, so, I'll, so, I'll, yeah. say, I'll say this. I, I remember from my ethics courses, little I did take. But so apparently um, there was decisions made after the after the war that the all the detailed medical records that were kept from the from those camps what they mm -hmm. call them uh, apparently there was an agreement that they were not to be cracked open they were not gonna oh. they were not gonna look oh. at the experimental data etc and they were to remain forever closed to um well i i guess you could say public science now I think you would have to be extremely naive to think that, especially at that time period in history, that, that those manuals weren't being poured over. That's disgusting. I never heard this story. Mm. That's disgusting. Mm. That's disgusting. And, yeah, I, I bet you there was all sorts of... Little the insights. only way those people can get any justice is for people to see what happened. Mm. If there is any justice to be had, okay, if, uh, it looks like there probably is, but the only way that 
that they can get any peace is for those records to be open. And what could possibly be in them? I mean, it's going to be horrible, but again, just just open it up. Yeah. This, this, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, I, you should ask Sachs that. Yeah. Hey, you want all your transparency and openness and 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 nothing held back. Well, what ha What did Mangala do? <laughs> well, I mean, anyway. you, you know, you get the reports that you know they, they were doing horrific stuff, but it's. I guess it's the really you could you could say it's the mundane stuff that that they would have really been interested in because you would have you'd have had an environment where they were there there would have been disease moving through those populations about how to control it. Um, it was mundane stuff, uh, but you know, I, I mean, I got to be honest. I mean, my first introduction to what happened was actually by being a, a, a fan of Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> in my age group and i'm like man they must have made this stuff up and then i started digging i'm like wow <laughs> they're singing about things that really happened yeah. anyways so you hear about the you know the, all the, the the transplants and you know moving of bone marrow this person that person and and it's always been presented as they just wanted to torture people mm -hmm. uh, but it's like no this was this was the exact same time that they were trying to figure out uh what was really going on with genetic compatibility yeah they were they were studying that hey sometimes we take a tumor from this animal or this person put it into that animal or that person sometimes it catches sometimes it doesn't sometimes we we do a transplant sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't uh so the uh you, you turn off your ability to see people's people as humans and uh i think some some of the scientists just went with it and uh, it's a it's a it's a nightmare story, which and the people who were subjected to that, uh, Jews and Christians alike, uh, will never get uh, justice. I mean, we can say you know no more genocide, but um, was it really was it really strictly speaking just genocide? I think that there were a lot of other motives behind it, and uh, they they all deserve justice. For that, and the people who were running the show then seem to, right now, still, as you just alluded to, have a motive to not let that be known what was going on then. But so, but the, the, with the Lederberg story is is the Nobel Prize, and he he uh, he won it with another person. It wasn't on his own. Uh, he then, after setting up the genetics department at University of Wisconsin, by the way, Ira Baldwin, who was the founder, basically the founder of Fort Detrick, uh, was from the University of Wisconsin. So they already had a leg up, if you will, going back to the, the 30s and 40s. And then afterward, Lederberg went to uh, Stanford. Sorry, I, sorry to interrupt you. I've just clicked on a link. This is hilarious. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you. This is... Oh, please. Uh breaking nato flagship uk aircraft carrier hms prince of wales has broken down i didn't even get out of port <laughs> oh they're, they're mobilizing everything i don't know if you saw my last stream but the british are telling their military prepare your families we're going to war in ukraine and uh bah, that... no, nothing nothing speaks louder about how far britain has fallen then their boats don't work anymore. Yeah. 
Yeah. And look, man, you you you, you want to get? That's all. That's England's power. It was the navy. <laughs> and they they are um, uh, just to get back to the the history where you're talking about these Zionist groups. You know, this is something that comes up. Balfour Declaration. The Zionist movement was um, very strongly rooted in the UK. And yeah. I, I'm I'm unsure as to historically why that would would be. Um, but I, I don't think anyone would um, contest that fact. And look, you can uh, you can go to Israel, and there there are you know Dizengorf and the, all the streets are named after all the um, individuals who pushed for zionism as a ideology and the establishment of of a nation i guess for uh, it was for pushed Jews. in the uk but i think the uk saw it as an opportunity to to weaken the united states um the united states government had become overrun with british spies um during world war ii many of whom were strongly aligned with the the zionist movement um that's it's just how it worked out mm. and uh the united states had a you know we had a surplus of capital we had a surplus of resources and and wealth and uh you know we had as the united as american you know we had more resources to use to support an effort like that england really didn't and england you know, the establishment of the Palestinian state was a great opportunity to keep the Middle East permanently at war with each other, mm. even more so than normal. And, uh, well, they were right. So it wasn't for the English. It didn't really serve the needs of the English people or the or most U.S. citizens or most Jewish people in the United States. Mm. Uh, just just uh, fed the, uh, the war machine. Yeah, and there's a very... Well, the disturbing component about this is that is how it plays into prophecy and how that gets leveraged, and, and it's something I I really noticed in the U.S. And this, yeah, because not all, but there's a there's a creed of Christianity that's that's hooked on Armageddonism, I guess, for want of a better expression. And it's like that they it's like they're pushing for this all the time. And it's it's the same in each one of the Abrahamic faiths. They all have their own spin on their end times um, squirt party for want of a better expression. And and yeah. are, are we at this point again? Like each one of the world wars you could be saying, Well, it's sort of it, yeah, it does look sort of linked to to this narrative and are we are we at that point again i'm it's it's looking disturbingly reminiscent of my understanding of of these well, modern history 20th century history right now maybe world's gonna end someday Mm. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. Is it is it world's ending or just redrawing of maps? Um, oh, it could be redrawing of maps. It could be something uh, at this time. 
you know the you know the 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 prophecies of the revelations and you know the bible could happen tomorrow it could happen in a million years who knows uh if nothing else i view it as a lot of the guidance is a is uh is it is it, it's the right it's the right model to follow okay i'm not going to get too preachy right now uh but by being in the right state of understanding that of the fragility of life and so on and so forth uh it it tends to have people make uh perhaps better decisions to be more grounded in what really matters and so on and so forth um so uh but you, you, you get into this uh it's the bjergsness thesis right that um it becomes a playbook whereby you can it, 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 in a way the the scripture can be used as a type of nudge component psychological nudging if you can get people to buy into a narrative then they become easier to control in these instances and and looking at all all the elements that have come into play right now where you're watching and i don't know what you think to jeffrey talking i don't know if you'd seen that talk or not but well, i was listening to your stream yeah i was <laughs> The, I don't know if you'd watched it prior to this. I, I don't know what's coming after. As soon as it got to like DOD, I was like, oh, goddamn, I better uh, start streaming this because this is this is the whole point of, you know, a lot of why we're talking, why, I, why I've called you because the, the, we're, we're seeing this, um, these threads in the history, again, sort of coming together and playing out on, on our screens in uh, hyper-reality, I guess, of a... To, Nick an expression and and what Lederberg has links to Sachs well so that means that Sachs is anointed into this well ideology I guess way of thinking I don't I don't know well uh, you know where Lederberg's mind was and all of this stuff uh I encourage people to just look at his historical timeline to bring people's awareness of that, of, uh, of how it's not, let's put it this way. If you understand Lederberg, you'll realize it's not just Fauci bad mm -hmm. that for one sentence. Yeah. That's... Fauci was hired into something that had decades of momentum already do a job which he did he probably did it admirably to in the terms of what uh what the people who hired him into it wanted him to accomplish they probably said look this is what you're going to say and uh you know we're going to give you some protection and it's your job to don't veer off the script it's your job to keep yourself healthy it's your you're gonna have to do all this kind of traveling and this and that and he did it 40 years, very predictable. It was a controlled narrative at the top of the NIAID, and it got more and more and more powerful. So, and he, if we have he, them here fessing up that this is the tip of the spear for DOD programs. The programs went from Pentagon, and it, you know, they're admirable. You know, I, don't, I don't know whether you look at it as, as an admirable decision that they took an offensive program. And as Nick says, they just scratched out with a sharpie and just said defensive. 
<laughs> all the paperwork and shifted the monies to NIH. They're, te they're telling you that right now. That That's them. I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah. National Cancer Institute got a lot of the funding. I even think they got the building of the uh, of uh, uh, of what was the uh, the the Fort Detrick Center. Fort Detrick Center. I'll need to review what the uh, but I think that the uh, the building that was vacated. Um, that's where the Cancer Institute set up. One thing became the next. It's like kind of makes a lot of sense. you're talking about. Well, no, this is in uh, the D.C. area in, in the state of Maryland. Mm -hmm. Oh, in uh, in uh, in New York City, there was a focus on cancer research starting in the 1940s, uh, and then a full research center called uh, Memorial Sloan Kettering Hospital. Sometimes it's just MSK was funded uh, 36 hours after Hiroshima bombing. The uh, Sloan and Kettering are, were two of the, uh, you know, most wealthy industrialists back in the 1940s. I forget which companies they owned, but they would effectively be billionaire industrialists the, the, in the modern the, era. The 40s equivalent of Bill Gates. Hey, again, this... Well... Not Bill Gates level, uh, but 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 pretty wealthy. But it's the you same know. pattern of behavior that we keep seeing. Philanthropists hiding, or eugenicists hiding as philanthropists. Um, the fixation on... I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, the uh, the philanthropy thing has gotten much, much worse. I'm not sure that was as big of a of a of a problem 80 years ago as it is right now. I'm not even really sure whose idea that was, but at, yeah, at some point it went from well, you're going to have all this money, and what are you going to do with it? And you can they start, you know you could start a foundation, but then they it uh, they just started up these these nonprofits, these non government entities, uh, and it's they are so powerful right now. Just so much money, and they're not really beholden to anyone. Yeah, it gives it gives free license to do what they want. They they get all the good press, and it's it's embedded into what uh, Sachs is saying. Right, it's all it's all part of the. You can see all these links. It's not conspiracy anymore. This is just historical fact. That these these people have been following a line of thinking, uh, articles of faith and belief that keep pushing them in this particular direction. They, they yeah, I mean, who is this guy, Jeffrey? Jeffrey Sachs. He's I never even heard of half these institutes. Director of the Center for Sustainable Development. Mm. What does that mean? Mm. You will eat the bugs. That's what it means. And then the UN Sustainable Development Solutions Network. Mm. Sounds like status quo to me. Mm. <laughs> yeah. keep, keep the peons in place. You know, every, you know, every time I mow the lawn, it's a sustainable so development solution. 
<laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah, but uh, actually, the the metaphor is good, man, because they're they're literally mowing down civilization, mm -hmm. right? It's it's harvest crop time. Oh, there you go. He set uh, 17 global goals, UN summit meeting, September 2015. 2001-2018, Sachs served as the special advisor to the United Nations Secretary General and held the same position under the previous UN Secretary General, Ban Ki-moon. The Korean, yeah. And yeah, there's something, there's something going on there that... So, so, yeah, uh, Bond was named in the world's 32 most powerful person in the Forbes list, 2013. Oh, no I mean, that is where you got your—that's where you got your uh, your SARS cov two, mm -hmm. that super better event. Yep. And so. again, again, um, Sachs is not—he's not a nobody. And the fact that you're watching that performance right now should speak volumes to you. Everything that we've been saying just seems to be playing out. And I guess it's it's like the equivalent, what's um, Bird? No, not Bird. Who's the OODA loop guy? The once, once you get in the operational envelope fighter, so it came from fighter pilots, and you try to get in the, the, the loop, so you're anticipating the move of the the pilot in front of you so you can you can get your shot off before um they they do and the once what and once you've got the heuristic of what it what they're aiming for and yeah their idea of sustainability etc is paramount in this and it's you know the Well, you know, I, I, I had, Timmy says Top Gun. No, not Top Gun. This is real military doctrine, but I've forgotten the name. If, uh, I'm Jeff Warlord's in the chat. You'll know. Um, but the, I don't know. Is it, is it, is it really that they're doing testing or is it, is it something much worse? I mean, right now, if the, if the cancer rates are to be believed and we're seeing this massive upsurge right now, then I don't know. Was that um, was that an unforeseen circumstance, or maybe maybe they knew that was what was coming? All all the chronic disease, because that that's essentially what they've been studying for decades. Yeah, and all of this mRNA medicine. I mean, Moderna was there when they were founded. It was about using a medicine such as a therapy, such as that, to cure cancer. Mm. They were not created as a company to help people with hay fever. Mm. You know, it, was, it was to help people with cancer, with gene therapy. Uh, and at some point, uh, they, someone got the idea of, idea, quote unquote, of, hey, you know, we can, we can have a, a stripped down version of this and have the body spit out a few proteins, and then maybe there's antibodies to that. Now it's a vaccine. Yay. And maybe this was just a great way to get over the hump. 
Kevin, they have been trying to get gene therapy uh, mainstreamed for decades and decades. And it is the reason why they haven't is because it never worked. Um, And maybe there's very small isolated cases, uh, but it's it hasn't worked. But they've been studying um, uh, viruses, vaccines and cancers, this connection for 100 years. It has been the it is why virologists are geneticists. It's why immunologists tend to be, you know, are, are becoming more and more geneticists. Uh, you know, people who study cancers suddenly then want to study viruses. It's a very clear connection between these, and it goes back a long time. And now a, uh, uh, the, 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 the floodgates are open. Uh, there's, what, there's like 80 or 100 medicines in the pipeline right now from Pfizer and Moderna, and it's all mRNA. That's it. There's well because they, they've ran through the library oh. of um, molecules that they can patent, right? That was that was done a long time ago, and you know, and again it gets sort of whittled down to you know what looks promising in a rodent or in mm-hmm. a petri dish doesn't translate into actionable products when you scale it up. You know, side effects are too much of an issue, or it becomes a very niche. Um, product, but yeah, I mean, everyone's aware that this, this is their new frontier and, you know, it plays heavily into the transhumanism. Um, and that, that, that all links to, um, well, the eugenics and let me just, just let me share my screen with you. Just look at this. I I mentioned the OODA loop, right? And so this is a, this is a, it's military theory, but it came. Um, uh, it, it, but just look at the image <laughs> that they've got for um, so it's a theory of decision making and action. Okay, yeah, fair enough, right? Just uh, okay, I'm just. Uh, it, it might be because I'm using a browser. Uh, I'm just seeing the two little boxes twirl around. Maybe if, you, if you're I, I just, sharing uh, the audience, just, I can just do it there. Yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll put the link in. It's um, wow, it's giving me Japanese Wikipedia, but um, there. Look at look at this thing in the middle. So <laughs> he's got a pentagram with a, you know, it's the shape of the Pentagon, right? But then there's this, you know, this this was something that was geared towards. Um, making a uh, fast decision in aerial combat. That's that's my um, understanding. And then it sort of generalized out to mm. all um, military doctrine. But you can see, you can see that thing in the middle. And then if you can read the small print in their pentagram. Cultural traditions, analysis and synthesis, previous experience, new information, genetic heritage in this, I guess, decision box that help, that you know, causes you to switch attention from one thing to another. 
How odd. Don't remember that. Hmm. And um, you know. John Boyd, huh? Okay. Mm. Oh, it was a uh, Air Force strategist. Interesting. Mm. I'm, I'm gonna have to go. I just think what this. Why? Why would they? Well, you don't. I'd have to read through, but I don't remember that. Um, I don't remember it being centered around a pentagram. And what makes you wonder about the Pentagon right now? That, that building. Huh? Any anyone in the anyone in the chat? <laughs> Anything about that? Um, I mean, maybe maybe it's just a, a fluke, but um... yeah. So I think he I think he actually worked. I don't know when this was made. Uh... I, think it, I think it came out of uh, yeah, it was Korean War. So you know the uh, yeah. So uh, I think he did some work with uh, another guy that I. It's amazing. Uh, this John Boyd, who de who developed this, definitely did work with another guy that I researched pretty extensively. Oh, okay. Uh, Let's have the. His name. Is, his name is Thomas Rona. R O N A. Thomas Rona. Uh, do I do I go to the Houstonic Live Archive for that one? Uh, you could. You could. Um. Uh, Rona was a Hungarian immigrant who brought into the United States in 19... Well, he was washed, if you will, through Canada. That, they did that with a lot of paperclips. I think he was... I think he's a paperclip. Um, and he was brought into the United States in 52, went to MIT, and his doctoral thesis is uh, is is just wild. Wow, you should see what I got up when I just did like to Google your your website. Yeah. Um, what is it? Is it Dash Houstonic? Yeah, just, uh, you could just go to houstoniciTS.com or you can just type in houstonic.live and click on the research button, and that will bring you there as well. Um, yeah, it's not. It's not yeah. letting me in. Houstonic.live. Your dot com domain is not resolving, dude. Uh, yeah, it happens every once in a while. You have to do the HTTPS. Mm, all right. So, what was his name? Rona. How do you spell it? Uh, R O N A. Thomas Paul it's, Rona. Uh, R O N A. Yeah. That's him. So. He uh, he was born in Hungary, but got his education in Paris. Came to the U.S. after going through Canada. Uh, his doctoral thesis was gas temperature measurements by ultrasonic pulse method. And what blew me away is the uh, professors was uh, 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 Baruch and uh, uh, Baranek of uh, BBN. Uh, the uh, professor uh, Tiza. Um, who worked uh, with uh, Ed Teller of the uh, Manhattan Project and uh, R.H. Bolt. It's just, uh, it's almost a Wikipedia page for every person on there. It's just very strange to come to the United States and then have 
all these heavy hitters uh you know immediately working with you and your wife <laughs> on your uh your uh your phd now there's a few things about thomas rona to know and one is that after being at mit for six years he went to he crossed the coast and went to boeing and became one of their lead consultants for a long time and it was at boeing corporation that in 1975 he wrote a book where he termed the phrase, we created the phrase information warfare. Oh, shit. Uh, that's his term. <laughs> oh, touche, um, bro. I mean, even the word Infowars is kind of rooted in that. And what he did was he wrote this, uh, this he wrote these books, he wrote these tables for Boeing, uh, where he, it was, at that time, it was starting to become apparent that the nature of war was going to change from what it was into an algorithm. Here's the equipment you have. Here's the computing capabilities. Here's the resources. And you can just start throwing the numbers at it. Hmm. Uh, and whoever files, fires this missile or that missile first, from there, what happens? It's just, it's just an algorithm. Hmm. So the nature of warfare, they knew the nature of warfare was going to change in the 1970s. All right. So uh, the way wars have been fought since then have been, I mean, look, I mean, we haven't had a good war. <laughs> yeah, just well, policing actions, right? I mean, people just, you know, just throwing, throwing the young, innocent men out there, you know, mm. battalion after battalion to blow each other up and stab each other to death. Uh, we haven't had a war like that in a long time. Uh, and I think they might be fixing it. Solve that problem yeah. right now, dude. But with all the computers and the missiles and the, and the nuclear submarines, it become apparent that things were changing. Now, this is in a, it, it's. I've told this story before, and I need to keep telling it for people to understand why this is important. They started to have these security council meetings because they knew the nature of warfare was changing. And they knew the world was organized based around militaries. Mm. So what's what are you? What's the future of national security going to depend upon now? What's the biggest threat going to be? Where are we going to be investing? And what's going to bridge the gap between then and the nineteen seventies? until 10 20 30 years and the answer is it's obvious it was emerging diseases and it was the future was going to be genetics they already knew this they knew this in the 1970s they knew warfare was going to go bye-bye and they knew the future was genetics and they knew they had 20 years to burn to try to figure it out you know 1982 uh, a, a hit movie came out that I posted on your yeah. server. War Games. Yeah. What's War Games about? It's about how a computer is going to you know, replace people in warfare. And, and the computer running through the simulations at the end realizes, oh my goodness, uh, this whole warfare thing is really stupid. Mm. How about a nice game of chess? Mm. The computer's name was fucking Joshua. <laughs> Oh, Lordy. Joshua Lederberg 
worked with Thomas Rona on that security environment with Kissinger. God damn it, man. This is this when I saw Lederberg sitting next with Rona and Kissinger and 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 Brzezinski and all of these other people trying to figure out what's the what's the what's the what's going to happen with security in the future. Like, why is this bacteriologist there? So I looked at Rona and I looked at Lederberg and I started looking at a few other people and and I can be a little bit deceiving in the sense that I don't really know a lot about history, okay? But I just I do have a background in analysis and. I tend to have uh, some good instincts on where to dig to try to figure out what's going on in the current situation, right? Mm. So, uh, I mean, I have huge gaps, but I have some areas I've been able to dig that, for whatever reason, no one's really looked at before. Uh, like, there's no Wikipedia pages on these people. Oh, 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 uh, Thomas Rona. You, we can find uh, 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 a couple mentions of him in the... Uh, I think it was one of the, uh, what's the, uh, who was the, not the, I uh, can't think of the guy's name right now. Not a whistleblower. Assange, yeah. And those Assange emails. Yeah. There's one email from uh, Rona in there, Thomas Rona. And it was to the director of the CIA asking about the impact of HIV in Africa and populations. So that's where his mind was at as of the 1980s. Dude. Now, Thomas, now, now, there's a few other things. I think it's possible that Thomas Rona is related to a woman named uh, Elizabeth Rona. Elizabeth Rona came to the United States in the in 1942 from France. She's known as uh, the, like the first person to figure out how to like split plutonium or something like that and uh she worked she went to chicago she worked at argon for a while then she went to the uh um the uh, uh oak ridge laboratories hmm. um okay. i mean i'll blow your mind a little bit further saying that 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 her dad in turn uh was a guy named samuel rona who studied for, who's first, who actually studied for the, uh, uh <laughs> Dr. Kaposi <laughs> oh, no. in the 1980s, I mean, excuse me, 1800s. But anyways, Thomas Rona's wife, Monique Rona, I shit you not, I can say shit on your Yeah, show. yeah, yeah. I shit you not, worked at the University of Washington, and in 1967-1968, introduced Gary Kildall to a 16-year-old Bill Gates. Ah. Uh, she also died in a car accident uh, on a side street with a 15-mile-an-hour speed limit the day after her first son got married in 1974 and two weeks before... Bill Gates' mom became uh, one of the regents at the University of Washington. And also two weeks before Microsoft was incorporated. But I think it's a possibility there was an identity change there. Hmm. So You know what the, this uh, reminds me of, dude? The, I know it was you that found it. The brother of Moderna, Ed. Mm-hmm. The 
Plasma physicist. Founder. What's his name? And they come. They come from. Uh, oh, the uh, um, Armenian. Armenian. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was like uh, something. Uh, well, there's Afan. Was there both of their last names? But yes. Again, yeah, he's a, uh, uh, what do they call it? A polymath. Right. He can, he can do math and knitting and, you know, uh, I don't know, music and poems. His poems are horrible. <laughs> like, okay, that's great. You're smart. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I get, look, there's, there's a thing about the research world being small, right? You know, because mm -hmm. that's quite stringent filters, and so. But this, this network just seems to be incredibly. Well, I don't know. Just they're lucking out just a bit more than. You would expect were. Other things all equal, and again we find ourselves, listening to. You know, Sachs, how old would have Sachs been in 1990? He would have, he would have just been... In his 20s. 20s. Maybe, maybe 30. So, um, uh, uh, what, another one of these maverick um, placements that gets shuttled over to Russia. They're leeching all types of intellectual property and resources. So to make out that he didn't know about all the links to military programs, I would say straight up is a lie. He's not being honest in this instance. Yeah, I was looking for that during the uh, uh, during your show. I was looking for uh, you know the, the 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 smoking gun, if you will. Uh, to show that, but I, I think it, it's kind of absurd to think that he didn't know. Mm. Um, and how how strong? I mean, if they're working together, he, he's working with Lederberg. Um, he's circling around that network that's interested in quote unquote disease, mostly from an economic standpoint. He, mm -mm -mm. He, Which is the other components yeah. of this Lancet report. Which is why I'm saying people people have just got to look at that for the garbage that it is, because there, it's, it's, there's going to be all these recommendations with respect to their um, how to modify the the economics, and we've got a link to World Economic Forum, and these people are trash and garbage. You can't get you can't get shot of them. Nothing that nothing they say can be trusted. It's all conflicts of interest. It's and there's history here. That unless you've been inducted into it or you know Mark who can find these links, you you just would be clueless to all this stuff. It just feels like it's uh, the the train has just come off the rails at some point. Mm. Uh, you know it. Uh... But you see, if you, if you're playing out, so if you so this formalization in OODA loop, right? And so they've. You, know, you make a solid case for them sort of making a systematic process of war, right? It's just an algorithm and energy fed into that system and you 
respond to it accordingly. You you model yourself around that. And is if this doctrine is in place, which I, I make the presumption that it is, and it's operating, and you know they make a point that it's operating at a um, as a general theory that can be applied to all fields. So it's within the economics, it's within sciences and you know, information theory is a big, big deal. And the algorithm has said, oh, it's time to make the move, right? You're, they've been watching the emergence of the biotechnology revolution, I guess, for want of a better expression. Yeah. And they've, uh, orient, decide, act. And we're in the act phase. I think, uh, I suspect that it was the, you have to factor in the state of the technology and the state of world government and something about, I think a big component was the state of the uh of of the world demographics and uh a compelling narrative is that uh the efforts to control and reduce population which have been far more real than i mean i knew it was real but i didn't know how uh how energized these movements have been for so long uh, that they have been so successful that there is uh, that there is already a population bomb that's going to happen. Mm. Well, um, so successful that even, you can have women um, celebrating full-term abortions. Uh, I mean, I, I would never have believed or countenanced the idea that that could be a thing. But here we are. Well, there's that. There is the uh, there is the, an excess number of uh, elderly people. Birth rates are low, very low. Um, there's more and more people who have been born with uh, 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 challenges, which are going to or have discovered challenges uh, while uh, while growing up, which is going to make it more difficult for them to uh, reach their potential. Uh, there are uh, there's so much headwind right now, so you have a potentially uh, greatly disappearing population, and at the same time, uh, you know, we all these years they were trying to uh, see exactly how uh, some of this, this new era of medicines was going to work on on non humans. And while there's a tremendous amount of data to learn there, they're not exactly genetically identical enough to understand completely. Uh, at the same time, there's a lot of variation or, or diversity in the human population that is probably going to be disappearing uh, right now. Best to use it, right? Uh, don't waste that resource. You don't. You don't. Well, look, why? If it's so, think of how hard it is to, uh, to, uh, to, to subject someone 
at least before before 2019 anyways, <laughs> uh, subject someone to untested medicine. Think of the liabilities if it doesn't work. It's millions or it, tens, hundreds of millions of dollars a case. Well, uh, Paul, Paul O. Young is a good example. One case can cost you $100 million. So, uh, so with that in mind, why just... Uh, why just, why just depopulate? Why just, you know, why not? So that what we have now is, uh, the, uh, the data that the way it has been measured, uh, the way that the health policies have been rolled out currently suggests based upon the way it's been determined uh, and analyzed by the CDC that these new therapies were totally successful so now all new medicine is should be following this template you know dna mrna type medicine mm. why i mean aside from you know like uh you know ibuprofen and you know the basics you know vitamins and so on uh and they can say that because i mean look how beautiful it is right you take people who probably just had the flu and you don't give them antibiotics and they die Say it was COVID. If someone goes in with a hangnail and they test positive for COVID, you give them remdesivir, put them on an event, and you kill them. Uh, if someone has a vaccine injury, it's like, well, you know what? You need to wait two weeks, come back, get another one, wait another few weeks. And anything that happens outside of the norm, it doesn't count. <laughs> it's like everything about it has been rigged It's to to ensure that at the end of whatever this is, there's going to be data that says, guess what? This stuff worked. And that's it. Um, the uh, the remdesivir, I just call it the remdesivir death protocol, has probably killed at least 100,000 people. In the United States, probably more uh, uh, but, right now. Um, Sachs is on there spilling the beans about remdesivir. Yeah, so it's all curious. coming out. So um, I'm looking I'm surprised at. He said that. I'm really surprised he said that. That goes. Uh, see that 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 challenges me as an analyst. I need to open up. I I was like, man, I did not expect to hear that. Why did? Because that's where most people won't go. They won't. They'll say, okay, yeah, there's vaccine injuries. Yes, there's increased myocarditis. Yes, there's increased mortality in like what ages? What twenty to forty five. Yes. Okay. But it's not, uh, the, but the, but the, what's really been killing people, I believe a lot of people who didn't need to die otherwise is this, is this protocol. And very few people have said that. And he mentioned Gilead. Um, uh, he should also talk about how the Gilead CEO tripped and died on a sidewalk, um, <laughs> in 2021. Um, and, uh, and, Another one of those coincidences. What? Well, you know what's funny is is that is the CEO. Uh, he was retiring anyways. He had been the Gilead CEO for a while, and uh, uh, he was interviewed about in mid two thousand and twenty about uh, about remdesivir. Okay, and he was just kind of in the early stages of you know trans transitioning and becoming out of getting into retirement. And it, he was told in the interview, you know, good news. Uh, Fauci and IAID uh, have some data that suggests 
positive results for people who were taking remdesivir for COVID-19. And his response, Kevin, is amazing. He said, well, it's never worked for anything before. I'm encouraged to hear that, and I look forward to seeing the data. Uh, <laughs> God, yeah, that signed his death warrant right there. Holy shit. Yeah, he basically said, I'm shocked, but hey, you know, you show me the data, right? Show me the data, and I'm willing to believe it. That would... <laughs> and oh, uh, it's really hard to trip and die on a sidewalk in Palo Alto. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Segway spin out of control. <laughs> That's what happens. Even the, even the CEO of Gilead yeah. can get Fauci'd. Yeah. <laughs> And well, and again, so you've got this. Well, not disconnect, but you've you've now got Sachs coming and obviously heaping blame on Fauci, and so you mm -hmm. know, there's your scapegoat. And yep. um, so my my concern is that yeah, the, it's meat being tossed out, like you know, keep them keep them quiet, and a lot of people a lot of people will. So, you know, Fauci's gone, et cetera, and, and, and move on, I guess. And these programs, this algorithm is still running. And, you know, the, why, why would we see Sachs now? Right. Cause I, I'm sure that had, had there not been pushback, et cetera, we wouldn't have heard a peep. They would have published their report um everything would have just potentially carried on as normal it, it was literally public pressure that brought us to this situation right now so where does the algorithm start to go if it realizes it hasn't got control that it thought it had the feedback the feedback loop is broken i think the uh, the lab leak I I I again. This is this is speculation. It's not even a hypothesis. I'm just speculating that it wasn't going to stop with the lab leak. That eventually, it's you know, the lab leak is a nice, soft. Well, it was an accident. Yeah, maybe uh, the precautions weren't followed, but you know, uh, you know, somebody didn't wash their hands or fell on somebody's shoe, and it just it's one of those things. The uh, uh, but I. I don't know if you believe that, Kevin, but I don't. I don't. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. All that because there's the, these programs are too, too. They're, they're implicated at they such a deep not. level that I'm struggling to buy this or what they're passing off as narrative. And yeah, intentional. And uh, I don't think uh, for a moment that it was. Uh, um, it was just just china um that's again so so they need to put a stop to it stop the bleeding put a tourniquet on it if you will and uh and move on uh instead of just trying to ignore it because i you know for the people out there who have been doing research you may not see it but you've made a difference mm. You you've nudged the, the the what what has been said what what people have been having to admit what has been discussed uh, in Congress on TV uh, you know the 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 freedom of the internet as 
locked down as it is right now, it's still, it still has helped. Yeah. It's still a tool which uh, uh, we've been able to use. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you, you can't just shut it off. I mean, you could, but um, guess well, what? You you need to keep it on to, to for, for control purposes. So... Right. <laughs> but there, there, there's, there's levels of restriction that they could pull pull out the bag right now and, and someone i know someone in the chat said very early on what, the, what they learned from this exercise is shut down the internet you want you want to you want to engage in these programs then the internet is a liability that they can't have true but you also need to uh, maintain an environment of fear and the internet was the most important tool in creating that environment also. Oh, God, but unplug people right now? What are you going to have? You'd, you'd have all sorts of anxiety states rippling through people. Ha! I can't get my internet fixed. Oh, God. Well, world would be ending. That'd be worse than my kids. Well, as long as uh, you know, you ask around, and if everyone, if, you, if it comes clear that everyone else in town doesn't have any internet, well, well, that, but then that would indicate that there's something major going on. So that that would ramp up, that would ramp up even more. So I, I wonder if there, well, I wonder stability, but yeah. more, but how would you? Have, would, but it, would it be uh, this precision fear? People may. You, you, you have a you have precise control over what you want people to to fear and how you want them to respond. Uh, well, there's, I mean, that's obviously being again utilized. That's why we're looking at SACs right now. Some they're not they're not just giving up at this point. I'm not I'm not buying that. No, 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 no not at all. It's uh, there's he's making some concessions. He's uh, I'm, I'm I'm encouraged. He mentioned Remdesivir. I'm not saying that that I, I'm I, the please don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that he's he's he, he's coming out as swinging as a white hat. Okay, mm. uh, but it's like okay, that's that is a uh, that's a that's a good piece of uh, territory to have grabbed. Mm. To actually, get that out in public. Um, the more that is said, the better. Um, first off, for justice for the victims, uh, but also, uh, I, we I believe that we need people to see that the increase in death is real, and at the same time, uh, the they needed to poison people to death to create data to suggest that this medicine never worked. Um, that's, that's the remdesivir angle to me anyways. Um, and, uh, initially he, he made something about Gilead and oh, he talked about, uh, some stock options and someone had financial interests. I'm like, oh, come on. Don't, don't even do that to me. Uh, yeah, this yeah, is, so uh, I, I don't understand Zach's background. He is, his dad was a lawyer. There's probably a bunch there that I haven't dug into yet. Uh, he's uh, some economist who you know has been working at Harvard and is on you know another one of these you know 
earth peace sustainability whatever groups and has been brought in as a economic consultant in uh politically uh escalated situations in south america and poland and some places in eastern europe not really uh one of these germ people but uh he has been aware of the impact of of uh of, of pandemics on the population and on uh food supplies and so on again as an economist uh he well, it, it came it came up that he was um part of a program to bring the drugs for hiv in, into africa the the protease inhibitors so again he's yeah. he's got this overlap with these yeah. areas and him playing innocent right now just looks incredibly suspect to me and like i say it's a it's a it's a kind of corporate mere culpa that he's giving right now now and again i don't i don't know what's in the red i'll have to do it at, at another time but um yeah they've literally pointed you to the fact that these are dod programs again um, i'd encourage everyone to go look at mark's work into into the role that that um or, or the fear they have around what m modifying genetics could bring with respect to advantage disadvantage in battlefield scenarios or in competition i guess is perhaps a more generalizable term to use that wouldn't be for the defense again the nuances here matter uh has he mentioned anything whatsoever to do with department of homeland security not yet not, not yet. yet and they have a huge pile of money and it will be interesting if he mentions the defense threat reduction agency because there is a lot of technology from the department of defense that I think is made available to the Department of Homeland Security and to the health institutes via Defense Threat Reduction Agency, or DITRA, DTRA. It's sort of a, well, just a nice little place where you can say, well, we're, we're, we're here to, uh, as, a, as part of a, we're a matrix organization, right? Um, but I think it's, it's how uh, defense technology is smuggled uh, out. And these, I've been having this hypothesis that these groups, in particular, Defense, uh, Department of Homeland Security, Department of Defense, and the health institutes, they're all kind of vying for each other. And they all know that, uh, you know, the top of the, the stack right now, or the totem pole, is going to be, you know, whoever, who's, who is running the, the future of this, uh, of this uh, genetic research and genetic modification. Um, that's that's a it's an extremely powerful role that that matters more than you know uh, yeah budgets for you know air they, they don't they, they don't care about budgets at that level yet. yeah delusions yeah. for us because we yeah. we fret about resources yeah. and and this is something that has value to other people in the world too the United States population is very genetically diverse. We, if we have more combinations of people than all the other countries in the world combined. Mm. Think about that. 
Yeah. Wow, that's a good old nuances. I mean, you're a pretty, you're you're fairly dive. Your kids are 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 a freaking gold mine. Mm. You know, uh, they're beautiful. You have beautiful family, and your kids are very diverse. So, uh, as opposed to China, which has very limited genetic diversity in the population, you know, you measure a million Americans. Uh, and I, and I mean like do uh, you know do DNA samples and then uh, you know track uh, all the uh, epigenetic uh, inputs uh, you know diets and lifestyle and everything else over the course of 5 10 50 years you're gonna get a whole lot more data than you will from a million people in China doesn't mean we're better but we just have a lot more diversity. So in in a sick way, there is some value in diversity. Yeah, just well, I, I'm but not, but not in the way that it's it's uh, it's 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 being sold. Um, you know, diversity for the sake of diversity and diversity being better because diversity is better and this and that. Um, so just treating people with respect, it's actually uh, a valuing it from a, a data harvesting perspective. Yeah, and, and it is, it's, yeah. you could really dig into that, right, and start applying that lens to a lot of things. Maybe, maybe that's why they've been pursuing these types of population yeah, movement um, paradigms. Maybe uh, it's possible, and uh, you know, in the nations, there is also a fairly strong correlation. Not perfect, but strong correlation of uh, of rollouts of the mRNA in nation not in nations that are more genetically diverse. Mm. If you look at Europe, if you look at uh, North America and South America, which I mean all the Americas are fairly diverse, right? Uh, some area in the Middle East, uh, Israel, Iran, um, lots of it, but but Australia. But when it came to, well, Africa was smart and said, no, 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 no more of this shit. Yeah, they learned. We've had enough. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and China and Russia went with uh, Sputnik, mm. which is, uh, which has caused, which has hurt some people, I think, but not quite as, uh, as much. Um, but again, it's not a perfect correlation. It's just something to think about. That there's a lot of dimensions to this that are not being that I don't think have been mm. uh, well, and, and the, up, the yeah. landscape has yeah. changed right I, I, had I realized that the this confession type interview I'd have, I'd have gone through it sooner but um, I and I thought we were just gonna get the oh it was a lab mistake but well, we'd heard we'd heard the reports, right? That it was um, American technology in Chinese hands getting uh, getting out of control, and now now we're hearing, you know, Trump's at fault. He's he's the one that um, accelerated through vaccines. So I just wonder, you know, they're 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 responding in real time to this data, and um, like I say, maybe maybe things have not gone well as as they hoped maybe and but you know when uh, at what point do you make a decision when the odds are like 54 <laughs> 46 right in, in your in your algorithm yeah yeah and things have changed that things have not all go go according to plan the uh 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 
uh, when it comes to the you know was this uh, uh was there a, a planned component of COVID-19 of course there was it's like asking if 9-11 was an inside job I'm right. like oh, come on yeah. right yeah. but what's still under uh under appreciated i think is how the first company that had a vaccine Novio, uh their product was to be using that electro whatever it is mm. the device mm. yeah. that injects it on the skin mm. and i and and i think a big uh, what that would have done is i think that you'd get a lot less spike proteins floating all over the yes. body yes yeah and you, you can kind of see like okay if, if it's going to happen right and if, and if that's the way they're going to uh, usher in this era um you can kind of see something like that going all right so we'll do that and uh well we'll uh, we're gonna we're gonna rig the data this way or the way things are measured uh it's gonna have positive results and we're gonna be able to claim that we had our first success of genetic medicine somehow mm. or another mm. and something happened which i still can't quite understand but somehow Inovio was said no we don't trust your method the united states you know the, the health institute said and they got pushed out and it, when they said well, okay it's only going to be uh the mrna stuff in the united states mm. uh even the j and j stuff they 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 said oh that's causing heart problems or clots, which I guess it did, but not not nearly as many, to my understanding, that uh, that the mRNA stuff had. So again, things things changed. You know, at the, if there was a plan, and the plan might have been to have one type of medicine and something. There was some jiggering and jaggering, and then another type of medicine came up, and well, maybe things didn't go according to plan, as it turned out. So there's a lot of little details in the response that I think are, uh, I think a lot of, you know, there's a lot of researchers who are working really hard, but I think that they should revisit some of the, what seems like really boring details. There's a lot of data to harvest there. You know, that early 2020 timeframe, that, that Rick Bright whistleblower complaint, Go through that document, man. It is there was like a war between on uh, on where they were going to take the you know on on, on how much uh, the the ingredients for remdesivir and who was going to manage it, uh, and you could just see it between all the different departments. It, you know, there was a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. Not like they were all just you know sitting back and saying we're going to get so rich out of this and screw everyone over. Mm. There was a lot going on behind the scenes. Uh, I'm not saying any of them were working in our in, in my interests. I don't believe that, uh, but they were definitely fighting with each other mm. over uh, over what was happening. Yeah. And uh, and how, now how much have they gamified it though in this? I know it's, I know it's sort of off tangent, but the, you you get these people in this situation where uh, you know they're mm -hmm. they're not under the pressures of the most of us right they're not worried about week to week and I, I i'm looking at this algorithm right now and um where you where you take the behavior of just you know, competition to is for the sake of competition and um you you've weaponized it and I, mm -hmm. I wonder i wonder if that sort of played into what would be bad decision making because you've got you in that algorithm you've got to have a human at some point that in initiates 
some, I, I don't know, when, you, when, you, when you're in that 54-46 scenario and a decision has to be made and you, you, the machine's not helping you anymore and, and you've, you've put a human in there that the motivations are, have, have been corrupted or a suspect at the moment and that's I, I look at Sax and I'm seeing him trying to make excuses right now for these for these programs being in place for the way that they were because like I, I, the, the, the fact that he's pointing out that these are military programs to me as from looking outside that means a lot of what they thought they were planning has gone wrong. The military doesn't blow its cover in that fashion. No way, it no how. How he's pointing that, yeah, again, there's the Department of Homeland Security is the new military in the United States. They hate the Pentagon. Uh, and they would be more than happy to say, you know what, uh, all, all all of those Pentagon people, they're idiots. They're just a bunch of people that follow their 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 their, their generals, and they got a whole bunch of uh, you know they waste all kinds of money on fighter jets, which we don't need anymore. Um, you know, all we need are intelligent drones and uh, internet control and to overlook the food supply, and uh, you know we need uh, you know to invest in vaccines and so on. Uh, the Pentagon's a big waste of money. Hmm. Tell you what, it's such a big waste of money. And uh, this uh, this shows, COVID-19 shows that they failed. Why don't you just give us all their money? Hmm. And then people can be mad at them and then someone else can inherit the budget. Uh, that's, that's, that is how something like this would go down. Hmm. So that I want to see exactly how Sachs carves up uh, the, uh, the the blame. Um, well, I mean, he's he's being uh, well again. Yeah, I, I, I'll have to do another part to this. Maybe maybe we can uh, look at it together, dude. <laughs> and well, about, speaking of Ameritrax, DHS, mm. Department of Homeland Security, came out of nine eleven. Mm. There was no Department of Homeland Security before then. Uh, but then after the those those, those events, uh, they, they that's when the DHS started, and it was the fastest growing monstrosity ever within the U.S. And it started off with airport security, and then uh, you know they they had control of Department of Agriculture for a while, and uh, it's like every other threat other than I don't know someone attacking the U.S. with a battleship. You know they they tried to uh, get those budgets into DHS, mm. and this and and I got no problems with most of the people working there. Um, it's the uh, uh, but it is a a new type of organization that has been competitive with the Pentagon. Um, ever since ever since nine eleven, ever since nine eleven, uh, and um, look at Hillary Clinton when she became a senator in the state of New York. In the year 2001, matter of fact, it was uh, it was a week after September 11th, 2001. First thing on our list, you know what? We should move uh, Plum Island under the protection of a new agency. Hmm. You know, 
mean, it was it was right on the t before there were even the anthrax letters. Uh, it was already we should be worried about bioterrorism right now. So uh, Sachs is clearly they need an, a, a someone to uh, someone or something to pin all this stuff on. Mm -hmm. They know that there's a lot of people who uh, uh, know that everyone most Americans in the world have been lied to. Now you have more people and more and more people who have had loved ones uh, uh, injured or killed because of these protocols and small businesses lost. Well, uh, where do you want the blame put? You put the blame on Fauci, who's retiring. That's that's a nice way to be able to just you know tie it off and 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 you can also say that he's responsible for the aids epidemic too mm. just 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 throw it all on him he'll be retiring and uh and some people won't believe it and the people that uh are willing to believe it are like great now these problems must be solved and uh you can also throw more blame on let's just say the uh, uh, uh the pentagon you have uh, opportunity to uh to accomplish other things here and that is what i would be looking out for and i could be completely wrong about that um but uh, uh i don't really understand how he got into his role uh or why he was chosen to be this economic advisor at a relatively young age in so many situations usually it's nepotism uh you know something in the family uh, maybe he was just uh, uh, very capable at it. That ha that does happen from time to time. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm not so convinced uh, I think, about that. I think, I think he's trying to de-escalate it uh, to stop it from getting worse, and maybe to uh, to accomplish some other political agendas, such as uh, you know, pinning it on the Pentagon. And that could serve as political capital for some other groups. Uh, anyways, these are the types of things everyone to be looking out for. Uh, always look for, you know, which groups, which subgroups are called out. Um, how far back is he going to go into history? Uh, you know, RFK. I wish RFK Jr. talked more about the long-term history. Uh, his book does. He had some people in the chat earlier ask about the the, the book. Mm. It's a good book, but I think it, it 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 opened up. I think it fell short of of what it had the potential to achieve. Mm. And uh, there were a couple of times where I found it to be there were like conflict. Um. As far as, uh, you know, well, someone really did create this bad virus. And then there'd be some suggestions. Well, you know, there's a lot of people who probably weren't sick. Like, you can't, you, you, you can't say that there is and isn't, you know, this virus at the same time in the, in the same book. You know, it's like, well, which, which one is it? Mm. You know, and then just, and just state your position and then come out with the evidence. Well, I mean, it's... Writing by committee, and and that's not his fault. I mean, I I will, I I support his his willingness to have put the book out, um, but uh, it's hopefully next time uh, he'll find someone who's uh, really good at collecting and archiving data uh, to come up <laughs> and support his index. <laughs> Touche, bro. I was gonna mm. say, dude, there's there is fifteen minutes left of this interview, and I'm. I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta pull the the plug 
on this because I'm going to spring a leak and I've been, um, these two massive streams I've done in the last 24 hours. But um, uh, what's your schedule like? Because I'm, I'm interested to just let's scroll through this the last 15 minutes and just listen to what they're saying because he's, maybe bring Nick in as well because he's he's eulogizing he's eulogizing Nixon and of course by proxy that would that would mean Kissinger um again you know we have to of course bring in the club of rome aspect and um i think i think there's going to be a lot of gems coming here that maybe people want to get get the information that we can we can sort of put you know if we've all got pieces of the jigsaw here and god damn it, i'm looking at that smug look on sack's face and yeah he shouldn't be laughing and smiling he should be freaking outraged yeah uh yeah yeah so what uh dash act lied that's that's bad uh well you know hitler lied too you don't just laugh it off. It's like, okay, well, there's a lot of people that died. Um, what do you got to do about it? Fauci's oh, retired, so I guess that's it. Yeah. In, you know? Have people, uh, in, you need to wash your hands an extra time at the lab. Is that really it? That is that the answer? Anyways. Uh, yeah, it's like 2.30 here. Um, what, what 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 is your schedule like in the next day or two? Because do you have a... We pencil in a uh, stream. That's... Just, just, just ping me. Just ping me. I got so many appointments. I don't even know okay. right now. Uh, uh, and uh, you're, you're off by like eleven hours or thirteen hours. So it's mm. yeah. Just, just, just ping me. Say you're gonna be free in an hour or two hours or whatever. And okay. you know, uh, I'll, if I'm if I'm free, I'd love to join. I appreciate it. Be honored. Yeah, um, well, there's a lot to learn. Like I say, I just I just learned a whole bunch. Um, I'm going to be reading about this. Uh, what was his name? Oh, Thomas Rohn, Rona. There you go. Yeah, yeah. It opens. It opens the. Uh, it'll open the door to to many things. It's very difficult to to collect the data. There's been a lot of scrubbing there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, God damn it, man, dude, uh, you're doing the Lord's work, brother. Oh. Hmm. Uh, I don't know about that. I'm just doing what I feel as though I need to be doing and uh, meeting some good friends along the way. So thank you. Yeah, thank you, bro. All right, folks. All right, guys. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully in the next next day or two, we'll get through this uh, this next the information. Or maybe it just dries up at that point. Maybe maybe there's nothing else. Maybe it just stops at him naming DOD programs CIA. I, I I'm not sure. I, I, again, th these are deep, dark borders with very unpredictable currents in them. That um, it's it's a job to sort of wrap your wrap your head around. And the the weapons hypothesis has been entirely well, entirely proven. But there's a high probability in that domain. That these were all parts of these programs um offensive defensive i don't know i'm not sure i'm not sh sure i can make that assessment right now but all all very disturbing all um i don't know maybe maybe i should have got to this last week um i don't know but uh i gotta i gotta pull the ripcord folks i'll be back
And yeah, hopefully care, I will everyone. be speaking to you as well. Take care, dude. Thanks, everyone. All right. Bro, you don't know how angry I am. You do, I'm like, I was just leaving for fucking work. You do not understand how fucking pissed off. After reading that little line, I would be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. Fuck these peppers. I will fucking kill each fucking pepper. I swear. This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they actually say. Fuck these peppers. No fucking vaccine or MRI or ever trust you on fucking God, man. Never. I will fucking die. Fucking fighting for my fucking god, my fucking knees, fuck these motherfuckers! Oh, that's my ideas, guys. Fuck these scaffers! Fuck these scaffers!